And we are live. Once again, for Grapple FPL. I'm Benno. Joining me, Andy Elton and Jamesy. It's been a little while, lads. You know, only a, only a few weeks. I mean, there's one. A lot of things going on in the FPL world um, to check in on. Lots of uh, plans going forward, going back. But the main question I've got to ask you, lads. Uh, do you enjoy the World Cup? Was it good? Have a, have a good time? Um, enjoy watching it, yeah? <laughs> it's been a while. It's the point. <laughs> Many years ago was that? <laughs> Another that? lifetime. Jesus. It's only like a month oh. since it ended, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like I was looking at it, it feels like because obviously we've been a uh, been away for a few game weeks. We've been trying to uh, arrange to uh, to do one of these for a, a little while now, so it's good to be uh, to be back in the saddle. But we only missed like four or five game weeks. That's all. That's all it is. But it feels like a lot more. It feels like like you say that World Cup period. Like you guys, you were playing the um, the World Cup FPL, weren't you? I I didn't. Uh, I didn't bother. I took the uh, the break. Maybe that's part of uh, getting out of the swing of things. I, I don't know. I, I, I would say I took I took the World Cup one quite seriously, just because um, mm. our, our Jeff was taking it seriously, and he ended up winning by about hundred points in our little uh, mini league. <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm enjoying it, it. You know, even you know without the F, without the uh, fantasy football, mm. it was still a mm. still a great tournament. Shame it was in Qatar, but hey ho, uh, mm. yeah. It's all, all been good. It's been it's been same old shit watching Rochdale, bloody bottom of the <laughs> table at the moment. So yeah. Did you do much business in the transfer window? Sorry. You do much business in the transfer window? Uh yeah, we supposedly signed the uh, best uh, defender in the national league, uh, which okay. is a good thing. But as soon as he puts on a Rochdale shirt, he'll turn to turn to mud like the others. Um just just signed a lad from uh, Norwich on loan, who was one of our um, ex-youth players, but mm. hope, hopefully we've we've made about five signings now, and they can't be any worse than what we've what we've already got. We need to we need to seriously get off that bottom of the table, or we'll be uh, playing mm. Southport away next season. <laughs> come, come down, you know, have a few beers around town. You know, we can uh, we can do. I saw Everton. Well, Everton's under twenty ones play at uh, Southport Stadium, don't they? So you know, we could uh, we could make it work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how about you, Jamesy? Have you been? How's the uh, you know, a long break? But uh, how's uh, how's things? You nothing to brag about today. No uh, no particular reason why you might have been game for an, an FPL podcast. Uh, <laughs> or is this going to be the case? Is everything going to go wrong? Yeah, we've uh, we've had you on. You're. Uh, I must be getting a nosebleed in those heights you're on in the in the FPL proper league right now. It's getting getting scary, yeah, yeah, mm. um, yeah. Like it's it, it's been a good few weeks. Um, mm. Maybe coming on here every week talking about FPL was was a distraction. It's the case, isn't it? We blame Lene. All his all his heat maps and everything was <laughs> distracting me. I should have just stuck to watching football. I had more time to just watch normal football, good old fashioned. Watch what's happening on the grass and make my decisions based on that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we we look at the ranks later. But going back to the, the World Cup, I I didn't bother with the World Cup um, FPL at all. I I went onto I went onto the website and said I'd give this a go, and I started reading the rules, and it was like it was too fucking complicated. It was yeah. like it was. Did you break halfway through? It, it was oh, there was somebody found it. They didn't. I I because I'd be on FPL Twitter quite a lot, and people had found some kind of a loophole where they could change their players halfway through the game week and you could switch yeah. your captain after they've played and yeah like, I, I i'm used to the simplicity of i just want my deadline make my picks and then sit back yeah and do nothing yeah, to the next deadline I, I want a simple game 
all this chopping and changing. That's, that's and, why oh, I were loving it, Jay. Jamesy, that's why I were loving it, because I'd love to catch the bottom of that. Oh, I can't think of the Come on, come on. Transfers uh, left, right and centre. Well, <laughs> I've had that feeling before where like the app is kind of like messed up a bit and like there's definitely with the bad versions of the proper FPL app where I've logged in and it's looked like it's like been the wrong team from a few weeks ago or like you're thinking, is there a because I've always thought that is there a way I could hack this and make it so that I could have like more transfers or have but it, it, it never worked. I just can't believe it happened in real life that a game went that badly and they changed the rules didn't they a couple of days before it went live as yes. well that was the other thing that put, I was at, I was away at the time and I was just like you know what I'll watch the World Cup and enjoy it for what it is yeah. uh, which actually did more so than I would normal years maybe that's something to do with not playing the game but yeah as Chris Elliott says here in the chat yeah he gave up halfway through the group that's the thing with the World Cup ones they're always fun at the start aren't they and then halfway through you know it's a bit like doing an FPL podcast you drift off you know it happens <laughs> <laughs> Stay in power goes after a while. I tell you though, that, yeah. that final was was something else, wasn't it? Mm. Like as, oh, yeah. as, as, a, as a, almost a cultural event, like the whole world watching. Like it's it's so rare that that finals properly mm. deliver. You know what I mean? And, and you actually like they're mostly cagey teams yeah. afraid to make mistakes. Just mm. unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. And and both Messi and Mbappe two hat tricks in a final, like. God, I, I feel like I'm having to dig at the back of my brain to remember all this stuff. It's like yeah, that yeah, match that happened <laughs> so long ago. I was thinking it was two hat tricks, wasn't it? Yeah, or was it two yeah, hat tricks? Yeah. Go and check remember, your podcast, yeah. players, folks. This did come out this week. Um, it is, uh, it is <laughs> yeah. February. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you a lot of things from it. You came on with a big Brighton fan as well, James. That was the other big thing I've, uh, I've noticed since then. You know, you've. Uh, you know, you've uh, become like one of their, their biggest booster, I think. The uh, the, the world's uh, they're the, like they're the world's like Southampton now, aren't they? Where it's like everyone's just like trying to pick them off. Literally, the yeah. entire transfer windows about who could get who from there. Like they keep they keep regening better players. It's like yeah. playing FIFA or like sensible <laughs> soccer or something like that. You find someone, don't be somewhere. Yes, uh, it's, I, I I just like in a, in a league where there's just money been thrown around left, right, and center. And you look at their first eleven, and it's it's like Evan Ferguson that they they plucked mm-hmm. from over here when he was nineteen years of age, probably cost them ten grand or something like that. Mm-hmm. Matoma, Caicedo, all these players like that are just phenomenal mm-hmm. footballers, bought for nothing that that they'll sell on, you know. And, and you don't you fear like remember when Southampton were getting cleaned out, you kind mm-hmm. of feared for them. You mm-hmm. feel like Brighton have such a good model and have such a system in place that they already have the backups for these guys tucked away yeah. somewhere in their reserve team, but we, we don't even know about them yet. You know what I mean? I, so I, like, I always remember with um, Southampton when when they were just, you know, starting to become good. A lot of them players came when they were playing in League One. Remember Rochdale mm-hmm. beating them 2-0 at their place. But <laughs> um, but having all them, you like your Lamberts, your Lallanas, um, mm-hmm. Jose Fonte as well. Yeah, yeah. And Virgil, yeah. Yeah, and they, they went through obviously went straight up to the Premier League and then Liverpool come knocking and they dropped the pants, didn't they, straight yeah. away? Yeah, but it, I, don't, I don't know. It, it just feels different to Brighton. It, it feels like they're more sale-proof. And as mm-hmm. I said, like they're, they're just constantly scouting. They're constantly picking up these talents. They just have a really good system worked out. And like the, the football that they play as well. Like If anything, I think they've, they've actually taken another step forward under this new manager. Like I, I watched them twice recently play Liverpool past Liverpool off the pitch in, in both games like mm-hmm. I, I, fair, fair and square you know if you didn't know better 
you would have said that the, the team in blue are the team that nearly won the quadruple last season. Like, you know, just really, really good. Just a, a lot to admire about them. You know what I mean? In in a in a league that's fairly grotesque mm. for the most part in terms of all the money been thrown around. And I, I will say he used to manage a Sassuolo in Italy and yeah. like, you know, for seasons they'd be a, a banker for putting on your ball teams to score coups yeah. and then you over yeah. two and a half goals. <laughs> yeah. You know, some, yeah. Of, some of the scores they'd win or lose by the Excellent, you can mm. see he's do, doing the business with Brighton yeah. now, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We were worried about them way back when, but there they go, they're doing all right. Um, she probably be more worried about the uh, the likes of Everton. Uh, I was going to ask about the uh, the transfer window, it's a sore subject during, during these parts. Spoke to myself <laughs> on the phone today, not happy. Um, my uncles aren't happy. Every one of my family members on uh, on Facebook is uh. Based on their status, it's not doing very well right now. But yeah, <laughs> better uh, better transfer windows for other teams. I was at I was at my mum's yesterday, and uh, my stepdad's a Liverpool supporter, and my brother, and they were like, "Oh, your stepdad was going, oh, it's just terrible, isn't it? Like, it's just. I'm glad you know you you younger generation, you know, you, you haven't really been through this before, but you know this. I went through this in the 80s. You know, we had that great period, and then we start to fall down. I'm I'm just sitting there like I'm not the biggest Evertonian in the world, but I was just like. <laughs> Oh, like, I'm here in the room. Like, it's all I'd relative. Rather be you. Like, come on, <laughs> it's horrendous. Like, I'd, I'd, Anthony Gordon going out, and then literally no one coming in. Like, I, I sort of mm. been protests, all kinds. It's been honestly molten around here. Um, Sean, I watched Sean Dyche's uh, press conference today, and it's just he's cool as a cucumber. He's trying to just be like, you know, everything's everything's gonna be fine, but. Yeah, it's been a it's been a horrendous uh, few days round here, but better for some other teams. It's been an interesting transfer window overall. I reckon want to, uh, you know, not not what it's not been, you know, the most exciting, but it's not been one of those boring ones where they're desperately, you know, knocking on the window of Harry Redknapp's car trying to get any kind of information <laughs> out. It's been right in a part of that, aren't they? But there's been a bit to uh, to talk about. Chelsea, <laughs> I mean, yeah. How much how much money they're spending on? Uh... Mm. Well, some of them can turn out to be bang average uh, foreign players, can't they? Mm. What 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 happened with the um, who was it that they were trying they were trying to get rid of? Them? Did they get the paperwork over the line um, with the like they didn't send the right attachments on the email or something? Like that? One of those stories. Yeah. It was ZH, wasn't it? Yeah, I mm. noticed he's uh, sitting free and, and pretty in the draft right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Like, <laughs> the admin girl didn't send the right email. At, like. 10 to 11 or something like and they're blamed the two clubs are blaming each other for it so i mm. i don't know why it wouldn't be in chelsea's interest to get it done because surely yeah. they need to get rid of a few players you know there's mm. been another one um like this past i think the last 24 hours blackburn tried to sign mm. two players but that same again with the paperwork not not getting in in time and it's all blackburn's fault and you know, supporters are having a go at them as well. It's just, you, you always think to yourself, why do you leave it to the last minute and all that? I'm sure there's a reason why, because there's, you know, med, you know, medical documents and, mm. you know, dealing with agents is the main thing, isn't it? How much, how much cut they want. That, that's what blows my mind about it. Because you imagine it in your head as like, you know, the chairman or the managers or the agents are all sitting down getting all this stuff done. And I'm sure they are, and it's all going back and forth. But in reality, it, you know, 
you can say we've got all this modern technology and we've all moved on. It's literally just somebody sending an email with some attachments. Like someone's boring office job is to attach the right PDF. And they send a PDF instead of a doc and it's gonna you know a word document, it's gonna ruin everything. You know, you send the wrong attachment, it's gonna ruin it still comes down to that, doesn't it? It's still humans, it's still fax machines going back and forth. It's just oh, oh no, it's an oh no, it's on an open office file. Yeah, <laughs> you open that, yeah. Just remember to remember to hear. Um, but mm. Was it five or six years ago? And yeah, only for a fax machine breaking down, he'd be a Real Madrid player now. And they were, yeah, yeah, some, yeah Chris Ellis just said the same thing in the chat there. Like, yeah. And for mm. some reason, they had to use fax for the legitimacy mm. of the signatures or something. It had to be the old fashioned fax. I don't know if that's still the case now, but um, oh. I don't know. I, I still think United just didn't send it on time and just said, oh, sorry, mm. the fax machine broke. We'll just have to keep them kind of a thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's the only places fax machines still are now. It's like your, your local uh, print and copy shop and Premier League football <laughs> clubs. Like, that's it, just in case you need it there as the, uh, as the backup. But um, as uh, we was about to see, you know, no, no Crystal and I this week. We'll hopefully uh, get him back uh, for next time. Might have a couple of guests uh, ringing in there later on when we get to the, uh, the draft stuff, but... As I said earlier, we are here mainly for Jamesy to gloat, but I know uh, Andy's got a bit of gloat. Andy's to gloat. Hold on now. I'm going to hide in the corner um, when the, when the, uh, when the <laughs> gloating goes on because I haven't had a great period. might be uh, another reason why I haven't been uh, super keen to, uh, to get back on here uh, and uh, accept uh, my punishment and, uh, and put it out there publicly. But yeah, Jamesy... Um, incredible uh, run for you so far like I say Andy as well as other uh, a great run so far but I'll bring up the uh, the FPL uh, the, the grapple league uh, that we've got here um, as far as uh, as far as we go like right now it is absolutely just kind of close I think I think in the uh, in the in the proper league we've got there like uh, Sammy, Sammy Enders uh, Mark Bootley um don't think he was in the uh, in the mix last time we uh, last time we checked in Jamesy you're no, sitting he's... sitting in there uh, in third there our friend uh, the the Russian is uh, the is Romanian, the, Romanian. Uh, the Romanian sorry uh, <laughs> sitting there he's had a, Finally he's had a bad him, period yeah. <laughs> yeah, was that your main was that your main target I was aiming for him and there? then suddenly this Mark Bleakley like if you click into his his mm. team, he's like in the top 20 or something overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21, oh, isn't it? 21 overall. I, don't know. I think we might have to kick him out. <laughs> That's insane. Like, does, does, does anyone watching, if you know Mark Bleakley, yeah, him who is he? we need him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we look, look at this thing. Top of oh. all his leagues. But these are like big time leagues, like FPL Black Boxes Black League, Boxes League yeah. Green Arrows Easy. League. Yeah, like let's talk FPL's league. He's top of a uh, second in a uh, in Andy's league. Like uh, yeah. I assume it's one of us from the wrestling community. But I did. I wanted to bring this up first, just because you've been um, doing the detective work. I mean, James is trying to figure out who he is. I'll yeah, well, I'll do a bit of looking before mm. the next episode and try and find out who he is because I'm sure he's on Twitter. Like he's. You wouldn't Got be doing me. that well and not be a fairly mm. engaged fan, like you know what I mean, and be be you know engaging in that FPL community online and that kind of thing for sure. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, you're headed towards it, so that uh, to that kind of category, Jamesy. But we'll look at that uh, that league uh, in a bit more detail later on. But to go into the uh, the grapple FPL league um, for us, um, it is a very pretty picture for you, Jamesy, uh, sitting there pretty right on top right now. Um, Right ahead of uh, of Jordan, one thousand three hundred thirty six is your uh, your total points. We'll get to your uh, your overall ranking uh, in a second and have a look at that. But 
yeah, and, uh, an incredible period uh, for you so far this uh, this year, this year, Jamesy. Um, is it is it literally the not podcast and let's turn things round for you? Maybe if I plummet this week, I'm never coming on again. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's ridiculous. It's just, and as all it has been is just playing very solidly, like just. I know it's a it's not a it's not a word we like to use, but the template sticking to that as much as I can. Um, like it, it was pretty much tiny, tiny green arrows every week, mm-hmm. and then a couple of things went my way this week um, or last week, which again feels like so long ago because of the cup games. A couple of small mm-hmm. things went my way that really pushed me up. I had um, like most people have Luke Shaw mm-hmm. at the back. I couldn't. I, I had to bring him in for the last time United doubled. I think it was nineteen or twenty, but I didn't mm. have enough money for him, so I went and got Lissandro Martinez instead, just mm. to kind of match his points or whatever. And he's he he scored against Arsenal, and because mm. he's so he's low, he's so low ownership. It just that goal alone just shot. I was like I was sitting on something like sixty or seventy thousand, and then mm. his goal went in, and I was I was up around sixteen thousand. All of a sudden, it was like my God. It just goes to show one one little thing like that could really just you know shoot you up the table. Really, you know, it's absolutely insane. Like I've got your your rise since uh, we last recorded from uh, game week seventeen, like onwards. There, like your overall rank seventy five thousand at that point. It's green arrow, green arrow, green arrow. Like you say, like incremental point wise, or like your you know your game week ranks kind of. You know, it's not like you're, you're top ten thousand each of those mm-hmm. weeks, but you're in the uh, the upper echelons of of, of the millions there. Um, this week, accepted uh, game week twenty one, where you're in the uh, top thirty one thousand uh, in the world for your game week score this week. The uh, the ninety eight points, but like that rise there from like the outskirts more of the top one hundred thousand into yeah. like, close to the top yeah. twenty thousand at this point. It's uh, it, for me and uh, me and Crystal and I, it's a little bit of like, oh, it can happen. We can uh, we can move. Uh, things can happen. We can move up the league. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's great to see, really, because that's that's the thing. Historically, like you watch any of the FPL shows on YouTube or anything, everyone always talks about top ten k, don't they? And I think that was that was the big thing four or five years ago. Uh, or maybe even three years ago, but like the game is so packed now. There's so mm. many people playing. I saw during the break, I saw a big graph someone made of like the engagement of teams overall over the last yeah. few years, and it's like doubled and doubled and doubled, and like it's like ten times what it was now, like it was three years ago. If you finish there or thereabouts, like that's like almost as good as you can get. In about uh, eleven eleven point six million, I think are in the game now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, like my, my aim is to, is to stay, if I could stay in the top 50k, even 100k, I'd be ecstatic, you know what I mean? And um, there's been no big plan, you know what I mean? I've yeah. I've been trying, it's actually been as boring as possible. It really has been like, if, if you look at the transfers I've made over those few weeks, they've all mm-hmm. been fairly boring, steady, like it, it's nearly a case of looking at the overall ownership of players and trying to get as mm. many of the highly owned players into the team as possible. Like mm. double Newcastle defence has been really good for me. Um, mm. Things like that. Kepa in goal has been pretty good. Mm. He's had some really good scores. Um, mm. The Arsenal lads have ticked over a little bit. Not having mm. Liverpool. I just, I, when yeah. we did the wild card um, mm. after, after the World Cup, mm. I kind of just said, you know what? I'm just going to leave Liverpool because they've, you know, I, I had had Salah for most of the season on and off. Mm. I had some of the, def- I've, I've had two of their defenders in the feckin' draft all season. And that's what's killed me because they can't, they can't buy mm. a clean sheet. They don't keep clean sheets. So I think another decision I made was just leave Liverpool alone totally. Um, mm. And that's worked out. 
you know, they, they've 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 not done a whole lot. Um, no major injuries. Like I haven't had any fires to put out, so I've always been mm. able to make the transfer I wanted to, kind of a thing. Um, mm. And I mean, sure, Andy, you, you, you know better man than you to know that the benefit of of the, the new getting on the Newcastle defense at the moment oh, is the, yes. the place to be. Like, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every yeah, week, damn it, every week, mate. Yeah. It might it might get a little bit ropey uh, going forwards, but yeah, like you just looking at those scores, you know, ninety eight uh, for this week obviously is a uh, is massive. But like you say, it's just it's the it's the consistency of you got for you going back, you know, going with back to game week twenty, you know, seventy odd points there, solid uh, Harlan captain there, uh, going back to game week nineteen, um, not the double wasn't it? Another uh, just. City guys let you down, but you know, one of those weeks where not a bad week to have a bad week hitting like the 60 points. It's kind of, I think your captaincy you've kind of been nailing a lot, um, over the last while as well. Like you say, it's that consistent six and eight, isn't it? From from Newcastle at the back, that's kind of the thing. And get, getting on them, maybe not to the extent Andy has, um, has really worked out for you as well. Still, all chips in hand as well, uh, I believe, Jamesy. Um, so yeah, still got the chips, yeah. Well, the, the, there'll be one been used this week now, but yeah, uh, yeah, all the chips mm-hmm. so far, and like. Like some there's been some strokes of luck in there as well like there was mm. was it this no it was i think it was this game week or the game week before it was mm. newcastle were playing fulham and mm. mitrovic stepped up to take a penalty scored mm. the penalty and it was like oh, yeah. oh fuck i didn't have mitrovic i had left him on the bench i had two <laughs> newcastle defenders and then the, it was like, ah, oh, there's there's my double clean sheet gone. Yeah. Fucking Mitrovic sitting on the and lots of other people had Mitrovic, so it would have been a bit of a rank killer as well. And lo and yeah. behold, it gets called back because he kicked the ball twice. He gets oh. he gets minus two. I get my oh, two clean sheets back. It's like, oh my god! It's just you know when your look is in, your look is in. Like you know what I mean? It was just oh my god! That was you must have been even happier, Andy. You had three defenders that week. Yeah. Oh, I were mm. running around the living room, James. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> yeah. that, like that one moment is a mass. Like that that could have been worth 12, 15 points in total. You know because. Like mm. bonus points would have been lost for like Trippier ended up on a nine pointer I think that week it just it just all and like Jesus we were saying it every week when we were doing it regularly Kieran fucking Trippier what a mm. what an asset like he he's having the season we all wanted Trent Alexander Arnold to have really um, mm. I, I saw somebody say he's on course to get more bonus points than any player in the history of the game this season he just wow. every yeah. single game week it's three bonus two bonus. Clean sheet. Mm. The artist is thrown in And there. this price has gone up. I think one point one million. Yeah. Oh, oh, one million insane. since the start of the uh, since the start of it all. Yeah, yeah. he's so become he's one of them players, hasn't he? Where it's like it's almost like by default everyone's got him, or everyone who's taking this seriously has got him. But if you're one of those people like yourself who got him in on him early. You've had that money from him, and also you've had those points. At this point, it's just everyone's starting from Trippier's points, and then it's whatever you're at on top, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. to get in early is the key, isn't it? With with like a player mm-hmm. like that, it's kind of like like Martinelli's another one. I know he's uh, he's come off the boil a little bit uh, recently, and I've even seen some people, even with the doubles coming, considering uh, considering getting rid of him. But you know, I don't think he's been you know consistent overall. He's another one where it's like you know it's the money factor, isn't it? I definitely considered it after the uh, after the international break as whether, okay, mm. I have my value out of them now. Can I move it on? Seeing a lot of people talking about possibly, you know, switching up their, their three Arsenal players going forward. But he's another one. You got in early, you've made at least a million out of him, and he's been consistent, yeah. you know, these last few weeks aside. 
It's a good story. And it feels it feels a bit sideways to go from one Arsenal to another. Mm. When especially when, when there's doubles coming up. Like you, you want to yeah. be buying players who have doubles at the moment. Like mm. I suppose the the people who would have maybe done on the games in the game week seventeen wildcard, the people who had Martinelli who switched to Odegaard are probably mm. the wheel winners because the the points that Martinelli was getting Odegaard is kind of getting them down stage, you know what I mean? So if you made that move back then during the wild card, even though you probably lost a lot of value, you're mm. maybe probably, you know, if, if I could wave a magic wand now, I, I would probably want Saka and Odegaard rather than Saka and Martinelli. But I also mm. can't really justify using a transfer to go from one Arsenal to another at the moment. It doesn't, there's a, there's other things I need to be doing, you know, that kind of a way. That's it. And yeah, all in all, it's uh, it's worked out uh, really well for you. And yeah, as you said there, Andy, you've had a, an incredible uh, run over the last period as well. Um, cool. You know, above me in the in the Grapple FPL League, don't think I haven't noticed that. Um, I'm hoping the chips in my back pocket might, uh, <laughs> might bring me back. But there you go. Green arrow after green arrow after green arrow. Look at those game week ranks. Just the chips. That's well, insane, isn't it? 93,000. Yeah, if, if you can you bring up the, the, the can you bring up the second chance league, Benno, and look where Andy is in that. You're the overall league, four hundred and thirty-four overall in the whole world. Yeah, wow, that's something, Andy. Got to be proud. Got to be a proud manager. Yeah, um, well, I was going to say game week sixteen, which was my team, obviously before the hmm. before the World Cup. I'm just looking at it now. What I had in Connor Cody. What was I thinking? Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, he, he was in Granite Xhaka. That was around the time Xhaka was doing all right. Mm. God, God, I had some bad players in this team. Joe Gomez. Why? Just why? Um, yeah. Just brought that up, and, by the way. There you are in the uh, in the second chance league, 433rd in the mix. Yeah. Could happen, mate. Could happen. Yeah. Well, what's it the the week back after the World Cup? As you can probably mm. see from uh, how many transfers I were making, I, I think I made mm. ninety transfers. <laughs> We've got to look at that. We've got to You've look got at a problem, that. Andy. You've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, it is the transfer history. And Just after all that, you ended up with a serious team. In fairness, yeah. So this is when I had like wildcard. So if you look at the ones in December, I think they come up. Oh my god. So every day we join the World Cup. <laughs> but it worked. It worked. Maybe we should that all be doing You're a tinkerer's yeah. manager, Andy. That's what you are. Bloody hell. You're like I'm the Knott's Forest, the Knott's Forest of FBL managers, Andy. I respect, Andy, that you took Christmas Day off. There's nothing on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day there. So. <laughs> Christmas Eve. I know. <laughs> Boxing what Day is another matter. Oh, well, Boxing Day is all the horse racing and football. So, yeah. yeah I'm... Well, look, oh, look, I, look what I, happened I when you calmed down, Andy. Look, you're just nice and steady afterwards. And look yeah. at you now, 400 in the world. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't know. It's one of them just trying to see if I can get, oh, you know, you know, similar to what people have at the... Um, at the top, and I went for, you know, the Newcastle defence. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you get defense. them in? What week was that? Um, and so I got them in game week. I, I think, no, I had game week 16, I had triple Newcastle, but I had Trippier, Burn and Shah. Oh, but yeah. then I went to Trippier, Trippier and mm-hmm. Botman for two, because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I had Alma on him. Well, I think mm-hmm. I've moved back to triple Newcastle over the last... Make two to three weeks since Almiron's not 
he's not been mm. firing, has he? No, he's he, kind of got off the boil. He's something for I me think, to consider. I think Does quite a few of them like jump, jumps away from him now. Mm. Um, yeah, I did have like Reese James in, but he's been injured yeah. since. Uh, the yeah, Man United. One thing I, I did have my eye on was Man United. I think I went mm. um, triple United because it had mm. good fixtures after Christmas. Sure. And, yeah, sure. Luke, Luke Shaw, he did excellent for me in the World Cup fantasy. Mm. And I thought, oh, I'll stick him into into this one. It's him, De Gea, mm. obviously, Mr. Mm. School Meals has, uh, you know, been doing the business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's, mm. they're the ones who've really got me up there. Um, mm. So that, that week after Christmas, 106 points. Oof. And then... Try to think now. Game week nineteen, eighty-two. 82. 82. I mean, yeah. hmm. that, well, not not too bad there. I had, oh, who's it on the bench there? Cucurella. God, he, yeah. he he's been a flop, hasn't he? I know. I was considering him around that period as well. It's your it's your game week twenty. I wants to go to Andy. You played your wild card then. What was the uh, what was the thought there? Was it to shore up that uh, that squad? Uh, well. What it, what it were with that, so since Christmas, I thought, I'll, I'll give it a couple of weeks, just see how it does. Mm. And then it's more looking into the actual fixtures uh, of what, you know, what the teams had. And you knew Castle were looking good. Brent Brentford, great run of games. And mm. they've done well for, like, clean sheets. But problem is, I've got Ben Mee on the bench, who's got, mm. I think, two or three clean sheets. But... I don't want to get rid of anyone in midfield and I don't want to get rid of the you know the brick wall at the back do I mm. so it's, it's it's a bit tough there another another mm. good one who I've put in is uh our man Matoma from Brighton I've, yeah you were on to him yeah I, I did have like Andreas as the you know the person in off the bench who I'd bring in and yeah see how I go from there but no, he's he's been he's been excellent, Matoma, and he's good. I think eighteen to twenty-one, seven, yeah. eight, six, ten. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I, um, scored I think at the top of the weekend as well. Mm. Uh, but I've had him in instead of Andreas, and I think going going forward, he's he's more than likely going to be a starter in my team. But you know the the way mm. he's going at the moment, and it's people mm. like Gabriel Martinelli who'll be. The what I think the one on the on the bench, like like James, he said, because mm. he's he's getting in good forward positions still, but mm. it's just a it's it's like Jesus in it with two points, two points, mm. so doing doing a lot of work, but nothing coming off for him. Well, Sats, when we get into the transfers, Trossard's a, a threat as well, isn't he? You know, if he's going to take minutes off. Mm. Yeah, mm. that, that's well. We, we know from our like d- draft exchange, uh, Benno. Mm. So <laughs> we done some good deals on that time, mate. I've been very happy yeah. with that. I've, I've basically got the Arsenal starting eleven now, Jamesy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it might actually <laughs> do all right. In the second half should be fine. So yeah. <laughs> the thing was, I started off with in the draft with like the like quite a lot of Arsenal, and I've sort of passed mm. them over when they haven't been doing so good. Most Sal has been. Mm. He had that one one. Two weeks after Christmas, where mm. right he's doing all right. Twelve point. I think he got a twelve pointer, didn't he? Yeah, mm. twelve yeah. points. Yeah, 
Same in yeah, like 18. It was, it's everyone thought he was back, 17, didn't he? Yeah. 17, everyone yeah. thought he was back. That was the Villa away game when they won 3 1. And it was like, and the people at 15 obviously had that right before the break as well. That kind of, you know, the people who'd stuck with him, it made them uh, made them want to stay. But yeah, as, uh, as I said, me, me dad and me, me stepdad and my brother talking about it, like, yeah, Liverpool since then, 18, 19, 20, 21. Just uh, yeah, not much exciting going on uh, on the Liverpool but, end, but, is there? More options no. are coming in, though. You know they got they got lots to come back, haven't they, from injury? Yeah, yeah. Me think mm. me thinking was always with Salah, you know, sw- swapping Salah and De Bruyne, like mm. going with Salah for about a week or two, and then when Man City had the easy fixtures, put that put them in and do it mm. that way. But oh, I know they're the two pre two premium ones in midfield at the moment. Them two and Son at Tottenham, mm. and I won't I won't trust any of them at the moment. Um, no. Especially with Liverpool, I know they've had so many injuries. They've still got like Jota to come back. I don't think Cody Gap yeah. holds them much yet. Darwin mm. could cut it a cow's ass with a banjo. And <laughs> yes, Salah's just not doing the business. Kane's Kane's been all right, I will say. And Ireland, mm. he had a couple of two type two pointers and four pointers, didn't he? But he, yeah. he obviously can't get shut of him. It's just. You know, we'll get into it about maybe swapping captaincies this week, but nah, mm. you know, I'm, re- I'm really <laughs> like a, a pig in shit, literally. <laughs> it felt a bit exciting, didn't it, James? When uh, when Haaland had kind of, you know, mm. every got the people who triple captain and in game week 20 were a little bit burned, yeah. a two and a yeah. six, you know, and a two and a six in the two weeks before that, that one pointer in, in game week 16 as well. It was like, you know what? If Haaland went off the boil, it wouldn't be the way. Because everyone said that he was going to be, everyone else is at the World Cup. He's sat at home, you yeah. know, he's going to be resting up, ready to come back. And it didn't really come true now, obviously. Mm. Last game week, 17 points. Haaland is officially back if he ever went away. But I'm almost sad that happened. It was like almost made, made the game a bit more interesting. If You know, he may be quiet and just by his standards, quieted down a bit, you know, a few sixes, a few fives, that, yeah. those kind of weeks. He was playing like a normal human being there for about four weeks there. Between 18 yeah. and 20, he was just like a normal striker. It was like, okay... Most times, if you had a striker who scored twice in four weeks, you'd be like, great, I'd keep him. A goal yeah. every two games, brilliant. That's pretty much mm. good. a good return for a striker over a season. Um, but yeah, I mean, the 17-pointer, the, the last day is a bit of a reminder. But like, City in general, mm. they're, they're, not, they're not right. Sure, they're not. And mm. Pep is having one of his weird seasons where he's, I don't know, like he's, Phil Foden has just... Mm-hmm. It's just not like not even in squads anymore. Like there was yeah. there was a, there was a run. Phil Foden was on a run there earlier in the season where he was double digits like three or four weeks in a row, and it was like okay, maybe we should actually all have Phil Foden. And then yeah. something happened. I think it around the time of that first first Man United game, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Where he got and tons then, of points, and then maybe and a couple three, of weeks after. Yeah, that. he's he scored a hat trick in that game. Him and Harden got three each against United. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple mm. of weeks on. He did fine. And then something happened and Pep just stopped picking him. And we all, because remember, we, we all brought him in for a double game week and he yep. started neither game in the game week. It was like, oh, and we had all taken minus fours to get him as well. It's a bit of a disaster. And mm-hmm. maybe we all thought that, Asher, maybe after the World Cup, he'll kind of get back in the good books or whatever it is. He's, maybe he's given him a rest for the World Cup or something like that. Just gone, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, he's he's playing, he's, he's loaned out Cancelo. 
and he's favouring that young lad Lewis instead of him and he's playing yeah. Nathan Ake as a left back and you know it's all just a bit funny but they're not like this this time of year most seasons is when everybody has usually it usually it was always double city defence and Kevin De Bruyne mm-hmm. because this was the time where they did string 10 wins in a row there'd be eight mm-hmm. clean sheets in there De Bruyne would be getting the goals and assists every week and it's just not happening this season they're they're kind of stuttering you know so I don't know. It's strange. It's a funny one. City are like, I'm going into the double game week next week with City and I'm happy mm. enough just to have two City players because mm. I um, I wouldn't know what defender to pick from them now that Cancelo's gone. I, mm. I couldn't rely on Mares to play twice. He'd be the obvious third player to go for. It's just, it's he's he's even more eccentric. This Like Pep has always been a pain in the hole, but he's even more eccentric this season. Like it's impossible to predict what he's going to do. I, f- I think the is. only ones from, from the defence I was looking at, because I've had a Kanji in my uh, mm. draft team and he's been, you he know, a regular for about 5 million. Recall mm. Lewis, Lewis at 3.9 million if you just want to free up some funds. Yeah. Yeah. He's been playing more than he's been on the bench and he's, you know, shown his worth in that in that team. He's been getting ahead of Kyle Walker. Who's, yeah. Like, Walker's an international. Yeah. I think if that carries on. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, okay, who I've got at the minute. Like, but yeah. that, that carries on 3.9 million for a City defender. The only thing is it's taken up a, a City slot if he... You know, you yeah. can say, oh, he's only 3.9 million. He's on the bench. Either, so. mm, but it's definitely something in my consideration, you know, as far as just switching around the City players. I've got Mares is all of a sudden a Premier League player again. You know, it's like yeah. with him. And that's the thing, you know, uh, cup stuff coming up. He might well disappear again, as he does most years. You get that little run, don't you, with Mares? Yeah. And you think, oh, run, yeah. I, can, I can rely on him now. Both, same thing with Foden, as you just said. And then it doesn't work out. Uh, De Bruyne has been punishing me and you for a little while, Anthony James. It's uh, you know he's been he's been fine, but he's you know is he as far as his price point goes? It's been a little bit. Uh, it's stung yeah. a little bit, hasn't it? Especially that double. Yeah. Like um, if, and the it, like. if if we had had Bruno since the World Cup instead of him, we'd probably be yeah. up twenty twenty. Could be in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, you'd be yeah. Guy, like genuinely, you'd be number one. Game. Yeah, yeah, things like that. <laughs> but that, uh, uh, like, the, you could assemble an amazing midfield now mm. for player with just players who were five or six million, and yeah. have vastly outscored people who might have had De Bruyne or Salah all the way along. You know what I mean? Like when you look at the the Arsenal guys, Rashford, Matoma, mm. Pereira was quite good there for a while. You know, mm. even down to. Bailey from Villa, you know, for only he's he's yeah. down to four and a half now. You know, like the the, the options for cheap midfielders, like mm. being short of money, isn't a thing. I think at the moment because there's mm. no there's no premium defenders. You could easily mm. put out a defensive trip here and two four point five players. Um, mm. You could easily put out five cheap midfielders and get really good scores. So like mm. it's not one of those seasons where you're scraping for every point one million. Like you can, there's loads of places in your team you can make money. Like anyone who had Cancelo can now free up loads of money by selling him and bringing in a four and a half million midfielder, you know. But still, Definitely. still, James, there's no chance Will Saha's getting anywhere near oh, any of us. He's injured anyway. He's <laughs> <laughs> injured. Oh, well, I'll Never quickly again. go through. Never doing that. Ever again. Don't make that mistake. It, it's okay, how good fun. the double is, I don't care what's going on, Never. <laughs> FPL, it's a long time to say never, Jamesy. Who knows? Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, for, for my lot, 
I'll keep this brief. Um, uh, you know, I'm sitting pretty at, uh, at eighth um, at the minute when it uh, when it comes to the league, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of red arrows are, uh, are responsible for that. Uh, behind even Carl Gack, which is just you know that just sums up the uh, the state of our uh, our getting on at the minute. Like, look at look at those arrows, lads. Green and sixteen. I know some of those game week ranks are horrendous, like bottom six or seven million in game week nineteen. Game week twenty one was a was a bad week for me as well. It's just one of those things. And there's been there's been a couple of those weeks in there where I've looked at my team and I'm kind of going, oh, seventy eight points in game week seventeen, and gone, oh, that's actually not too bad. And then you realise how far below the average that is. Like even when I feel like I've had these good weeks, they've just not really been coming for me. And it's yeah, it's. Feels like maybe the tide has turned a little bit. I've got my ducks in a row. I feel relatively uh, positive about the uh, about the doubles coming up and the uh, and the blanks, which we'll be talking about again in a in a little while. But yeah, it's just uh, the story of my team's just been yeah some some poor transfers. You know, I got James in for his period where he, he did literally nothing, and then he's a disappearing man. Obviously, Cancelo red flagged because he doesn't appear in the game anymore. Um, as an issue got going forward. <laughs> The eggs in the Darwin basket at one point uh, earlier this year, thinking that might work out. Uh, Martial, Martial, Martial another one. A lot of people fell. There's a lot of people who fell into that trap, like me, who actually haven't been able to get rid of them, and they're probably in a good spot now because he'll probably get enough minutes, won't he? Um, coming up for the uh, for the yeah. double, so I'm almost ruined getting rid of him, but. You know, wasn't really feel feeling him. It's just, yeah, it's a, it doesn't make pretty a uh, pretty viewer there. My lot at the minute. Maybe should have gone triple Newcastle like uh, like Andy, or uh, yeah, maybe moved off that Darwin trainer a little bit sooner. There's just, uh, yeah, oh, there can only be better days coming forward. Green arrows in the future. That's gonna have, uh, it's gonna hope for. Like Kane, Kane was another one. Like I'm um, when we get into you know the game weeks going forwards, like that is a consideration. You know, he's a. He's a bit of a, a cash cow as far as like if I get rid of him, I've got the money to pretty much do whatever I want. Um, it means I can upgrade Almiron, who, like you said, Andy, like I feel Almiron's another one. It's getting getting on players at the wrong times. Like I got on Almiron kind of after that fun period before Christmas, and it's just not really happened for me since. You know, a couple of uh, mirages apart. It's just yeah, timing is everything in FPL a bit, and yeah, I think I've uh, I've maybe screwed that up uh, this January. That's it's a good team on paper, Benno. Like I'm looking at the teams mm-hmm. you flick through every week, and I'm like, none mm-hmm. of these are bad players. Like mm-hmm. I like I always say about FPL, if you can look back at the decision you made and why you mm-hmm. made the decision, and if the logic, like have an Almiron in your team. Like I, I I've had Almiron since since the World Cup. I just thought I just thought I couldn't be without him because so many people owned him at this stage. Like you've got Ake there. He's he's the most regular City defender. Mm-hmm. Trippier, Ben White. You know, great asset, Saka, Martinelli. You look at it and you think, what would you actually change either? Like, you know what I mean? So I, I, it's just, as you said, the, the Almiron thing is is a bit like, remember Jesse Lingard a few seasons ago? Mm, I yeah. wonder, is that it? He's, he's had the purple patch now of those few months before the World Cup. And is he just back to being yeah. the Almiron? We knew he was all along kind of a thing, you know? Um, and that's what the game is, isn't it? Getting on people mm-hmm. on a hot streak and, and getting off when the hot streak goes, you know? Look at that, 12 to 14, yes, yeah. 10, 10, 12, yeah. 8, yeah. So then, yeah, 16, 17, and then since then, yeah, 3, 2, yeah. 3, 3. And that's it. It's time. It is probably time for him to go. Mm. That's okay. But my question going forward is going to be, you know, how how I get the uh, Man United assets in and whether it's Kane or De Bruyne that go to make that happen. But yeah, that's 
that's the surgery I think I need to make. I think the biggest thing for me is getting that balance right. Because right now, you know, De Bruyne is the other thing. A lot of my money was tied up in De Bruyne mm. and a lot of my hopes and dreams were tied up in him. And it's like, yeah, they've got a double coming up, but would I be better adjusting things and going, okay, well, the three city I'd rather have is maybe not even Ake, maybe get Mares in there, or maybe get rid of De Bruyne for Mares. Arsenal, as we talked about, is going to be the same conversation. Is you know, as good as Martinelli's been, is an Odegaard a, a better thought? You know, as far as like mm-hmm. shuffling those Arsenal players, on? do you want th- do you want triple Arsenal attack? You know, Xhaka, uh, like as far as like a lot of big. A much cheaper option, mm-hmm. you know, for people like that. That uh, have you, could have you had Rashford at all, Benno? Not at all. That's been another big that's, one. Yeah, that's, not a, that's a rank killer, like because he's mm. everyone has gone on about this stage kind that, of thing, you know. That I'm could be the big one this week, you yeah. know, when people go like triple captains or Captain Rashford. That mm-hmm. and if he hauls this week, he's got two really good fixtures. You know, could mm. leave people in the dust in that league if you yep. got him. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely coming in this week, you know, spoilers for when we get to that bit. Bruno is a potential consideration as well if I'm uh, I'm doubling up in that way. But yeah, might be a little bit uh, a little bit too little too late for me. But we'll see. You know, there's still a still a fair amount of uh, of season to go. That's what I yeah, that's what I keep telling myself, I think. My my goal at the at the start of the season was to be in those uh those top a uh, couple hundred thousands. I take top million at this point. Um and even that feels like it might be at a, a dream too far, but we'll see. Grapple FPL League is the uh, is the main thing, and uh, yeah, hopefully I can uh, regain some uh, some glory there. Use those chips I've got in the bank to maybe catch up with uh, with Mister Chips himself over there. But yeah, a few of the lads having having good runs so far. Gareth has one. I'm sure uh, maybe he'll call in at some point and brag. Um, but he's had a great run so far. He's climbed, you know, right up the league as well. Jordan's right on your heels as well, James. J- JP, you know, you're having a great run in the draft. Solidly playing all yeah. season. He's been up there, yeah. Mm. That's it. It's uh, it's looking, it's looking pretty, uh, pretty good there. And yeah, Batty's unfortunately dead last as far as the uh, the main league goes. But you know, draft is uh, is the important thing. He'll uh, he'll tell you it as well. Poor Martin as well. We were trying, we gave Martin some tips, didn't we, at the end of uh, the last run? Um, it didn't seem to have, doesn't seem to have worked out. We'll have to uh, get Martin back on and uh, and give him some more tips. But it's gonna. Hey, speaking of our league, uh, we have my one of our uh, special guests uh, dropping in uh, on the call. He's uh, currently my competitor um, for mid league. For mid table here, Eddie Sabins. Eddie, how are you, mate? Great to be here. Hi there, I'm doing not bad yourself. Hey, Eddie. Very good, mate. Very good. Hello, Hopefully, Eddie. your real football expertise will help us out here. You're a you are <laughs> you are the host of a of a football themed proper football right? podcast. Yeah. Does it still exist? Yeah, I guess. So. Um, <laughs> like this, mate. <laughs> we're, we're like we, we forget about it, and then Arn buggers off to Italy, and I'm just sat here in Scotland feeling miserable. So, yeah. <laughs> You know, swings and roundabouts with your podcast hosts, but um, mm. yeah, um, I'm enjoying these when they come. Point behind mm. you, Benno. Um, kind of just mm. been slipping with my team when I look at it. There's just certain things that I know I can do a little bit of an improvement on. Mm. Um, but I'm still getting, you know, some fairly decent points. Um, mm. You know, I think getting Mings in was quite a good one. I think Villa, since Emery's come in, have been quite solid a bit at the back um mm. Trippier and pope up there as well because i'm getting that from there i think i'm just stuck mm. on the likes of you know almiron probably needs to go um it will be mm. still somehow there but that's just because i had like faith in him since like my fpl draft league so like yeah. do, 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 do you, get him going 
I'm going to say with Alex Awarby, do you remember before Christmas on here, we were doing the heat map thing and we were surprised, bloody hell, he's doing well with us, uh, like, you know, he red all over the... Yeah, the middle yeah. there, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Nothing since. <laughs> Literally <laughs> nothing since. <laughs> Three, two, 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 four, <laughs> two, two. Yeah, this is making a bit of sense, Eddie. <laughs> oh, I mean, it worked well because, you know, when I was looking in kind of, I think it was maybe fourth or fifth in the fantasy draft and mm. I was just needing consistency and I was looking for points and Iwobi was consistently getting 90 minutes and at least two points mm. or at least more and I kind of mm. realized from the draft and when we did the first thing it was like okay if I can get these players and they're getting at least two points at least consistently even if they're not doing much then somehow mm. because I've got Kane as my striker I'll get something yeah. out of it um, and mm. then getting Shar um, after week one um, kind of helped solidify the Botman, mm. Shar, and Pope defense I've got. So, um, yeah, mm. I th- there's definitely things I need to improve on that. Um, I'm just trying to find <laughs> the time because I'm focusing on I focus on the FPL draft team a bit more than I do this already, one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I'm it tends to be whatever well you do in best in, isn't it? I'll pay, I'll pay attention yeah. to that one. That's how I feel. Like my draft team's starting to like recover a little bit. So it's like, oh, it's all about the draft lads. It's not about the real league. I had a Scottish football draft team and I just gave up on that because I'm just like, I'm not going to have time for this. Um, mm. I go and watch those games at points and I'm like, I just can't be arsed. Um, <laughs> so I'm just like draft said, remote, same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get the F out, Benno. Get the F out. <laughs> we always ace at that Triple H. Always. Ah, yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah, they're just a bunch of shout of shites anyway. Um, yeah. You start with um, Wolverhampton. That's where the, the main stuff's happening. That's, uh, that's, that's no, where yeah, yeah, anyway. well, well, there's not been an announcement yet, but, you know, someone's apparently in Ohio on the A-team instead of Dublin. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, I think I just as I said, it's I've just was looking at. Like I said I looked at the fantasy football in Scotland, and it's like you have mm. you know there's the same limits and stuff like that. And I was just like, I really just don't have the time, so I'll mm. just put focus into at least my NFL the money and, and this one money. Extension. Yeah, I, I play on the draft, so you know there's that as well. What's the Scottish one called? What's the the game? Is it is it is it got like it, a oh it's Gaffer's Championship one, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's, uh, I can't remember what it's called exactly. I think it's just Scottish Fantasy Football FFS, mm. which you know, mm. makes me laugh because it's like, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, and it does like kind of, I don't think it's owned, I don't think it's official, but it is mm. something that they've they've done for quite a while. As mm. I said, I joined a couple of leagues and just kind of was like, I'm really not interested in kind of changing this because I'm not mm. completely... It's not focused enough, um, mm. whereas obviously this has a bit more of a bigger kind of founding mm. found, uh, following. So, yeah, I'm just kind of now I've got like my Twitter comes up with consistent updates about FPL, that one that tells you who the bonus points are going to be and stuff like that. FPL alerts, we love them. I've somehow or, found or, myself obsessed. <laughs> FPL alerts is good, but also Andy in the group chat. Because Andy will just yeah. in. Andy's <laughs> ahead of Everett and he's ahead of all my streams. FPL status, that's another uh, good yeah. one to follow on Twitter. That gives all the uh, like price rises and who's injured. Yeah. And yeah, great. I think that's been great over the la- especially over the last week when the you know, with the transfer window activity, you know, like knowing 
when they're actually going to be in the draft league, so you can just get mm-hmm. in your proposal straight away. Yeah. There was a week the um the other week where I think you were out on the piss, Andy, you and your Jeff were out and you weren't providing like the uh, the minute to minute update you usually would. And it meant because I love the chat, but I have to mute it and then go into it after goals happen if I'm watching a game. Like I'm like, okay, I'll go in, I'll see what Andy said about this two minutes ago. It was a lovely it was like a Sunday afternoon, I think it was a lovely day. It was like, oh, I'm all right here, I'm not getting spoiled. I can uh, I can keep the alerts on. Maybe I can uh, can break some news here. Honestly, that satellite of the uh, the Ogden House is uh Got a lot to answer for, but <laughs> uh, made up to uh, to have you there anyway. I think get, get you to get some of that FPL uh, love going uh, in your blood. You're more of a footy man than uh, than, than me, definitely. Um, but yeah, getting you on the uh, the FPL side, we've uh, brought you over to the uh, the dark side here. But on that on that real footy point, the next thing we were going to look at, maybe to help you out, help uh, help everyone out with the the plans going forward. So have a have a quick look at the uh, the transfers that that did happen as we uh, start to look forward to our plans for the uh, the game weeks. Uh, Going forwards, uh, James, you managed to uh, to source this graphic for us from who's that from? Fantasy. I don't even know what that, that logo oh, is. I, Fantasy, I forgot, Fantasy forgot Dolphin. To get the name. <laughs> Probably should give this person credit, but I, I forget who they are. To be honest, I'll zoom in in a minute. We'll figure it out. Shout out to Fantasy Dolphins for now. Uh, but yeah, provided, <laughs> <laughs> provided a, a very useful uh, graphic of the uh, the different uh, transfers that have been done. So Everton did actually sign a player. There you go, Ellison. Oh, there you go. Uh, he, he was. He was. That's, he was, uh, that's he was someone who's their own player. Yeah, that's oh, someone coming back from loan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they recalled him back because it was funny because they were trying to sell. Yeah, they were trying to sell and they sold Andy Gordon, and then they tried to bring in a like for like almost replica person in Connor Gallagher, as in the way they mm. look, and then that just fell down, and they just realised they're not getting anyone at this point. Mm. God, it's been it's been a horrible uh, few days around here. Like I say, half my relatives are barely hanging on at this point. Um, half of them are outside writing on Ty Goodison. I think also Andre Ayew has just signed for. Uh, I think I want Not to say on, on, on a short again on a short term <laughs> deal. Yeah, they, 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 and they wanted him, and he went to Forest instead. Yeah. Oh, can't get enough players over there. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's not been fun, but yeah, I mean, Jamesy, yeah, you bet. Uh, Source this for as far as the other transfers go. Like I said, busy window. Um, yeah. All in all, uh, anybody uh, jump out for you from uh, from either slide on uh, on either side? Who the uh, the big movers and shakers? Who should we uh, be keeping uh, mostly uh, an eye on uh, here? Yeah, like it's it's like I'm not going to pretend to have heard of all of these players, but I suppose mm. from an FPL point of view, you're looking for who's actually going to come straight into someone's first team. And get ninety minutes, and like th- that rules out quite a lot of these people. I would mm-hmm. say, like from from the, from the Chelsea list, I think Barry Yashil might be a decent option at five million. I, I think he'll probably he has started the last two games for them anyway since he arrived. So mm-hmm. you would hope that he would stay in the team. I presume mm-hmm. the guy Mudrick um, will, will eventually be like he came off the bench against Liverpool. The lads were saying in the chat that he had looked really lively and I saw some clips of him going on some good runs and having a shot and that kind of thing. I assume, having spent $100 million on him, that Enzo mm. Fernandez would pretty quickly become established in the midfield. Um, mm. A Felix you'd expect to start for Chelsea as well. Um, mm. Let me see who else had I looked at that might be. Some of those Bournemouth guys 
are people to yeah. keep an eye on. Um, now, again, I have never seen or heard of these guys. But I, I'm going to say, you... James, James, I was going to say Antoine Semenyo. Uh, he was very good at, like, Bristol City. It, it, okay. He, he doesn't score much. He's like a winger, but um, he, he'll, be, he'll be all right for Bournemouth. Um, yeah. Like, up in the attacking yeah. I watched I watched a scouting video on some of these like and a lot of them guys like the, the guy Traore and Iwatara, they're both down as midfielders and they're they're midfielders but they're attacking midfielders. So like mm. you know, if you if, keep an eye on them, I suppose, and if they're guys that start getting among the points, there's mm. another four point five midfield option there. Um mm. I think Alex Moreno is probably gonna start left back for Aston Villa from now on because Luca Dean has an injury. Um, they don't have blanks, do they? Villa going forward, those listen to Planet of FPL. So Villa, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's important to get on Villa if you can. Like, if you can have Villa players as your subs moving forward, you're in a very good place because mm. they are the only team that play in the three blank game weeks so 25, 28, 32. I think mm. Villa and Everton are the only team that will play a match guaranteed to play in all those three. So, if your three mm. subs or two of your three subs could be cheap Villa, like Tyrone Mings. 4.3 defender. Um, mm. Bailey, if Bailey was your fifth midfielder, four and a half million, really good. Even someone like a Watkins, if you could get on him for those weeks as well, you know. Mm. Um, Leeds made some interesting signings. I saw somebody say uh, Wober. Now, I can't pronounce these guys. Maximilian Wober. He's a, he's a centre-back or left-back, but apparently he's also really good at free kicks. So he's yeah. a guy just to keep an eye on that, you know, Leeds mightn't be keeping clean sheets, but like if he can mm. get the odd goal here and there for you, that kind of thing. That other um, lad, uh, McKenney, who was like he was like um, up front quite a few times for Juventus. Mm. You know when Ronaldo were there in them. I, I've just I've been watching the documentary on uh, Amazon Prime. It's about a, oh, year, yeah. a year or so old, and mm. um, yeah, no, he's he's featured a lot in that um, in that program. Mm. I, I've stuck him in my drafting because. You know, if he's an attacking player and Leeds like to play like that, yeah. don't they? So, mm. just, he, he might think, be one footballer. What do you think, Eddie? You're, you're more of a, a worldly football man than me. Anybody on that list? Any um, hidden gems there that we might... Teddy from Leicester is mm. definitely someone who stands out. He's cut a oh, loan yeah. spell at Leon short to come to the Premier mm. League. Um, McKenny. Yeah, there's there's promise there, and I think with Wober as well, because Wober was at Leipzig and Salzburg, so he has worked with Marsh before. So I think Marsh knows his strengths and what he can do. Um, mm. So I think he can get the best out of him. Um, mm. One that I've not heard a lot of talk about, which I think is a, sh- a bit of a shrewd signing from uh, Chelsea, would be Madweki. Mm. He's the one in midfield, obviously, between Madrid and obviously Fernandez. But he's one of those ones who, you know, they've, you know, Potter's kind of waxed lyrical about how good he is, and mm. obviously they were, I think, they were hoping to use him more, given the fact that Zh is Zh was supposed to go. Yeah, um, obviously. You know, <laughs> is he a Chelsea don't remember how to use a fax machine, so um, or at least if they do, it's some really bad PDSs. Yeah. Um, he played on the right, a, uh, Yes, I would say so because he right. was born. He's one of those ones who's he's made kind of his, his kind of youth career. He started at Palace, then he went to Tottenham, and then he went to PSV, and then so he's kind of one of those players who has taken a kind of gamble on himself to go abroad. Uh, and obviously, it's it's paid off because you know 
they've now signed him for about I think twenty eight point five million. And that PSV side is you know quite a good side. It's not a great mm. side at the time, so obviously there was a lot of back and forth between it, uh, them and Ajax. And I you know, but he you know he's a winger attacking midfielder. Um, and I think you know he'll work well if Potter's quite happy with him. Mm. Um, from a personal perspective, and I know he's probably not going to do much fantasy wise could be good for corners and he had a decent World Cup for Australia um, Harry Suter who used to play for Dundee United is now at Leicester um, mm. he's mm. you know he, that Australian team were quite good not massive world beaters but they were quite a decent strong team um, at the World Cup and they do need someone in there who can kind of be quite a strength in the back because obviously you know they're, mm. they're flowing in goals consistently at the moment and have been for quite a wee while and with Madison coming back and obviously stuff like you know Tete and Christensen and Suter I think they have a good chance the only other player there and I'm going to butcher his name but it's a football manager one um, would be <laughs> Zabarnier from Bournemouth but that's just because I'm a football manager Mark um, <laughs> d- how about the Durant, other side of? um uh, someone picked him up. I there was two claims I went for, and I knew I wasn't going to get because I'm mm. too high up in the waiver. Um, Onuachu from Southampton. Oh, I, I got him. You got everyone. You, you pulled them all <laughs> in. I think. I missed that line. It was after seeing that worst hat trick ever on um, on Twitter from an Anuachu like evening. Yeah, fell over himself on the line basically. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be something because um, they mm. they've not had you know attack force. Adam Armstrong really hasn't done a lot. Um, mm. Sakumara, the one I picked up in draft, hasn't really done a lot. Um, so I Sula think Mana is highly rated. I've heard things about Sulaimana. Yeah. He's, he's one of those winger, ones. I, I think that's where he plays. It's one of those ones where I don't know whether they're using him. I don't know whether he's going to be in straight away. But again, as you were kind of, as I think I heard of you saying, Jamesy, a lot of these players are going to, you know, and I think it was with Chelsea, a lot of these players are going to need a lot of time before they're, you know, mm. to be blooded in before they actually start. Um, I think if you're looking at players who have signed, they're probably going to get starts right away. It would be, I think, obviously, Sabitza comes in right away, given the injury to Ericsson. Um, Veghorst, Cunha, Navia, Navas, because of obviously mm. what happened to... Um, uh, Henderson, you know mm. there are some good players here. Southampton, Southampton are very much. I appreciate them because the Sulaimana and Onoachu, because clearly someone in their scouting has been playing a lot of Football Manager 2023. <laughs> but again, I well, that, always that, respect that Onoachu's got a ridiculous like, scoring record. I know it's uh, bloody Belgian leagues, but it's you, you know you've got to take note of that, aren't you, Eddie? Well, I mean, as I said. <laughs> Regardless of the league, don't get me wrong, you know, um, yeah, the Genk side and that, that Belgian league are, are quite a decent side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's, he's now in the Nigerian squad a lot more. I mean, he was called the toast of Nigerian football at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they take that seriously. And, you know, he's, you know, Genk are top of the league. They're, they're top by about six points. Um, you know, compared to the likes of you know, an Andelect are nowhere to be found in Club Bruges or higher up. The the Belgian league's quite an interesting one because from what I've seen and from what I remember, there's a lot of teams in it that could win it more than just like a top four. Yeah. So I think him 
finally deciding that okay, he's done what he's done. You know, he's left the team while they're top of the league to go and you know can't turn down an offer in the Premier League. Um, I think it's interesting to see how he'll do. I would really be interested if they start him. Um, the other one would just be Porro from uh, mm. Potspur because again, you get another clean sheet. He's more, you know, if Spurs can finally keep clean sheets and stuff like that, I can see him being slotted into many fantasy teams and people not looking is, back. Is, is, is he attacking? Uh, His attacking stats are insane. Uh, I saw right. somebody, he's like in the highest percentile for nearly every attacking stat in the Portuguese league. It was nuts, like for crosses, wow. passes into the box and everything. So, But the, the problem is like Will he play fifty percent of the games? Will he play ninety percent of the games? Yeah, they like, don't know the best wing backs, do they? No, we and we know that with Doherty and Perisic. Yeah, and, well, Doherty's yeah, gone, but but he Doherty's loves Emerson Royale. He like he he's kind of like his comfort blanket almost when he's when he wants to play solid and keep it solid. He goes back to him all the time. Like so, if you knew that some like him would start every week, great. But like, yeah, we, we sat here said saying the same thing about Ivan Perisic in the summer and. You know, again, you're just Tottenham wing backs. You end up sweating on them every single game week. You're always waiting for the lineups, the predicted lineup, and it's just, yeah, like like he is better than Emerson Royal, but that doesn't mean like sure on the other side, Perisic is way better than Sessegnon, but Sessegnon plays like one in three games at the very least. You know, so I, it's, I, I'd be interested to see as well. You know, with the other Tottenham signing there, Arno Danjuma. Remember him from, um, I think, Brentford in the Championship. He was, you know, excellent. Yeah, Bournemouth. Then. I think he was at Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Bournemouth, because he, had a, discussion about, he yeah. had a discussion sorry. about coming back to them. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, there was the big, he was going to sign for who else but uh, Everton. Uh, and then, obviously, at the last <laughs> they had li- They literally had taken a picture of him with the jersey. <laughs> they still ended up at Spurs. <laughs> With Porro as well, just quickly, he's, you know, right wing and a right back. So he kind of is something, you know, if he can do both of those positions, I think that's what Conte has been looking for is from both wings to be not only they can defend, but they can attack quite aggressively. And obviously, as I think James was saying, the stats that he has Mm -hmm. and and as far as going down the field, going down the pitch, you know, are, are incredibly good for someone in that position. It is just a case of... Conte kind of does like changing things quite consistently and kind of going to safety blankets who are not really that good like Emerson Royale. Um, mm. So, yeah, Danjuma, I think that's another one because obviously their midfield is kind of packed uh, in mm. certain areas. You know, Ben Tinker, the, the heat map, and obviously other players like that, you know. so Have you guys seen that? Have you seen that guy Scarpa yet? I've seen him solve a Rubik's cube. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like a Spanish exchange student. He's he oh, looks really? like a guy. Yeah, like we used to get these Spanish exchange students over to Ireland in the summer, and they'd come and stay in someone's <laughs> home for about a month. And they were always like way, way cooler than us. Like their hair was always much cooler. They like they, they'd know they'd know how to roll a rolly cigarette and all this kind of stuff. If you look at this guy, he looks like one of these guys. Like he apparently he's a world class skateboarder or something. I saw as well. It's like he's wow. mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darby, Darby <laughs> Allen in a not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Way too cool to be playing football. Like. <laughs> he, he comes, from, he comes from good pedigree as well because you know he's he's from Palme, he's from Palmeiras, um, and he's obviously done. He's mm. been there for about you know a good couple of you know good couple of years. 
Um, so he really, you know, I'm really excited to see how he does. Um, apparently, he his favorite oh, books yeah. include Franz Kafka's The Metamorphosis <laughs> and Fyodor Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment. Wow! So he looks like um. Well, you like a surfboarder with his hair. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Good looking, like, good looking doesn't look man. like a footballer at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> one o- one other team that I think they they do this all the time, but they do sign some people that I look at and I go, okay, I'm interested, but are they actually going to play well? Is Wolves. And mm. if you take away Bentley and, and Dawson and you look at Lamina being signed and Matthias Kuna, who I think was linked with Man United at one point um, during the kind of rush for getting a striker and things like that, you know, they just don't score goals at the moment, but they have like, a, they have a decent number of players and obviously with um, Lopentengi in as, as their manager, I'm, I'm really wondering if they're going to make a bit of a improvement and move on. I think I think Wolves are fine now. I, I don't know. Like We did a lot of talking at the start of the season. Maybe Wolves could go down. I have no mm. concerns about them whatsoever now. I think they're they're back to being nice and solid at the back again. Um, if anybody needs a, a nice cheap enabler on their bench, um, Bueno, I've had him since the since the, the last wildcard, since the World Cup. 3.9 million. Mm. He came off my bench twice for six pointers for me when I really needed him. Just... It looks really good. If you watch him play, it looks really, really good. Like, he looks like a kind of player that I could see someone like Pep Guardiola having a look at in a couple of years' time. Just really good attacking fullback. Wolves. Remember remember the solid Wolves defensive a couple of seasons ago where everybody had Connor Cody in their team because mm-hmm. four and a half million, quite a lot of clean sheets. I can see them getting mm-hmm. back to that. But I also think mm-hmm. with those signings, I think they actually might score some goals now as well. So, like... There's, I have no concerns about Wolves. I think very quickly they'll they'll be steadily mid-table and they won't even worry about relegation. Yeah, worth keeping an eye on a double coming up as well, um, yeah. I believe, for, uh, yeah. for Wolves. So, yeah, so I've uh, somebody to keep an eye on. I was looking at their defenders in the draft, seeing what I could uh, do just to uh, get that little bit of advantage. But speaking of doubles and blanks, uh, with our thanks to it, it was Footballpedia, the, uh, the previous uh, graphic game for apparently. <laughs> Never Fancypedia, sorry. You butchered the name even. Fancypedia, the Dolphin Lads. Follow them. They're great. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have another uh, helpful uh, graphic here that, uh, that you saw as far as Jamesy talking uh, all of the uh, the big stuff uh, coming forward, which is a very very busy period. We're going to get into the uh, the weeds, thanks to uh, to Ben Crellin on uh, on Twitter uh, in a second, at least of the uh, the run up up until I think the international break. That big blank in uh, and get blank game week twenty eight is kind of where most people's uh, brains are right now. Obviously, there's a. Uh, there's lots coming after it, you know, a few big double game weeks looking at this graphic here, 29, 34, and uh, 37 even. The week before the season ends, we're expecting a, a relatively uh, decent-sized uh, double game week. But, yeah, I think a lot of people's eyes are going to be uh, right now, Jamesy, on uh, double game weeks 22 and, uh, and 23 coming up. You know, everyone getting the uh, United players in for this week and maybe the odd uh, Leeds board and everyone uh, keeping track of their uh, Arsenal and City players uh, for next week. But, it's about to get wild over these uh, these next few game weeks, yeah. isn't it? And it's uh, it's chip season, I would say, um, for, yeah. uh, for, for for the rest of us, everyone except Andy. Andy, uh, Andy's the head <laughs> yeah, I'm all out of chips, mate. <laughs> we'll make some yeah. more for you, mate. Maybe all on the back. You don't need them anyway. You're flying. Um, yeah. yeah, I I am. Um, this is the part of the season I love because it's mm. like I I'm now spending. I don't know if you guys know the website FPL Team. 
yeah. where you can you can plan your transfers and you can planner, actually yeah. it's very useful to actually see the team you will have in a couple of yeah. weeks time up on the screen because i think when you just look at it on the fpl website you don't actually realize okay god i might actually have to bench him in two weeks like you know my, my double mm-hmm. newcastle defense is away to city i'm gonna have mm-hmm. to think about who will my sub be that week it's really really good like but i'm spending an inordinate amount of times on that at the moment because there's a lot to think like even i, I i'm always a fan of kind of breaking the season down into little blocks and at the moment in my head i'm kind of treating the next four weeks as their own little block because you've got yeah like you said benno you've united and leeds doubling this week City and Arsenal next week. 24 mm-hmm. is relatively quiet. It's just a normal week. But there's European games either side of it as well you have to keep an eye on. And then mm-hmm. 25 is going to be a problem for quite a lot of teams because it's the weekend of the Carabao Cup final, which means mm-hmm. United's game won't happen and Newcastle's game won't happen. And most managers at this point will have five or six players from both of those teams. And Bryce and, and four- Brentford in it. Yeah, and their opponents are Brighton and Brentford. Like, so people will have Tony. People might have a Brentford defender. People might have Rhea in goal. People have been jumping on. Like, what people didn't realize in jumping on with Toma and Solly March and even Ferguson is that, again, Brighton won't play in that game week. Um, so there's a bit of juggling to be done. Like, you, you obviously have to target the doubles in the next couple of weeks, but you also mm. have to think ahead to 25 and, like, um, you know, you have to now have a good bench as well. It's, there's no point in having three non-playing players on your bench anymore because you're going to need those players for the likes of 25, 28, when there's another... Like game week 28 is the mm. FA Cup quarterfinals, which could mean mm. there's probably only going to be five games played that week. Uh, 32 is... Like, people don't realise... Like, people are talking about using their free hit for some of the double game weeks... You have to keep an eye on who's going to end up. 32 is when the FA Cup semi-finals are. And yeah. there's there's a disastrous scenario where if United, City, Spurs, and I think it's Southampton, if those are the four teams that made the Cup, which isn't like, you know, United, City and Spurs are the three best teams in the tournament. So it's not mm-hmm. beyond the realms of possibility they'd make the semis. But then if Southampton joined them, you would have none of the top six playing that week, that game week. You'd have no City players, no United players, no Liverpool, no Arsenal. You'd have like, you'd have lots of games played. I think you'd still end up with seven or eight games happening, but it would all be lower league teams. So like, you, mm. you'd almost certainly want to keep your free hit for that week if that happens. Um, now, we'll know about that by game week 28 when the quarterfinals are played, who's in the semifinals, yeah. but just don't rush into using your free hit yet. Like, wait until you know who's in the FA Cup semifinals before you blow your free hit chip earlier yeah. than that, because that's, mm. I think you can manage 25 and 28 just with transfers. It might mean having eight or nine on the pitch for some people. That's okay. Like, but, but 32 could be a week where you have two players playing or three players playing. Yeah. And that's, that's a disaster, you know. For me right now, it's a matter of probably, in my, at least in my brain, like you say, splitting it up. I'm thinking dead end to 28. You know, I'm kind of, that's yeah. as far as I'm thinking. You yeah. know, there might be some transfers I make just to get me through 28. And it's then those doubles coming afterwards where that's mm. when, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, maybe the wild card comes out in 28, depending on the information we know. But mm. that's going to be the period where, where it comes out. Like you say, free hit, I am more of a type to want to chase, you know, uh, use it in a big double week. But the thing about those big double weeks as well, James, is like if it's a really big double weekend, there's some of those ones there where, you know, we're expecting upwards of, you know, 
eight double uh, eight eight extra games on top, like that's basically all of your teams. You know, it's yeah. like you, you don't need to chip them. Yeah, you can fall into it. Your team's probably going to have like. 11 or 12 double players anyway and yeah you might want to short it up with some others but that's i think that's also a trap we look at big double game week coming up and thinking that's where i'm going to use my chips that's mm. going to be the bench boost week. you might need that's us. going to be the free hit yeah. week yeah that's it it might not be worth it it might be you know I, i've always been resistant to the strategy but like you say it might be that that week where you might want to use the uh the free hit when there aren't many games on which mm. is really what the the chip is designed for and you might be able to get yourself through you know those other weeks it's all obviously team dependent isn't it and and yeah. where you know where you're sitting and what you've got at those times but yeah, i think the biggest thing you, you're hearing from like you know the people who know more than than we do you know listen to it to james on on planet fpl today like the thing he was hammering home was just stay flexible you know don't don't just look at it and go okay this is exactly my plan i'm gonna do this i'm gonna use this chip then that chip then like it never works out like that and i think if you go down that road it ends up a bit of a dead end doesn't it you've got to yeah. you know leave yourself open for those any of these eventualities which could happen and like you know i have been guilty in the past of making extensive plans for six weeks ahead where i've planned yeah. what transfer i'll make in each Spread of those weeks out. <laughs> yeah and it's brilliant fun and to me actually that's the most enjoyable part of the game is yeah. doing that so i do it anyway but mm. you get to the second week of that and you've two mm. players on a, on a red you've two yeah. injuries and that totally blows the whole thing up you know what i mean or suddenly the Premier League, then. yeah it's never a good like a, yeah mm. yeah or i've already planned what i might do in 23 24 25 there's mm. a strong chance a Liverpool double will get thrown in the middle of that all of a sudden. That they're talking yeah. that Liverpool Wolves might happen in one of those weeks. I've no mm. Liverpool players whatsoever. And it's actually, with the way my team is structured, it's very hard for me to get to Liverpool players. So that being announced messes all my plans up. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, mm. it's fine to plan ahead. And it's mm. good to be aware of what's coming. And as I said, mm. you definitely need to have an idea of those blanks in particular. Like if you don't suddenly want to come to the game week 25 and realize I've only got four starters. You know, you need to have some idea of that. Like, don't start bringing in players now who blank in 25 or 28 because you're just making a problem for yourself down the line. Um, and think about teams like Villa. As I said, if you could have a bench of Liverpool, of, of Villa and Everton players, by the time you get to 25, you'd be in a very strong position because but, that means but, you're... But, but then again, James, it's Villa and Everton, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but, but if, if actually if you look at Villa's fixtures they have nice fixtures in all the blank game weeks and it's like you know if you've got Tyrone Mings a 4.3 million defender mm. you might get a clean cheese out of him if you've got Bailey you know he is he, I know we're talking about I was he Bailey again he's now 4.5 million he's cheap as chips Ridiculous. he's playing up front now the game it is different to the start of the season he's now playing as a striker basically you know in, in the new system they have so you know mm. as I said you, you like Basically, if you don't have someone on the pitch, you've got no chance. That's what I always say. At least if you've got a player on the pitch, you've got some chance of points. If you've got nobody but, playing, you're going to get But I'm, I'm always of the thinking like, well, even though they're not playing that way, you're still going to get points down the line from, you know, when they do play. So, mm. yeah. I'd say with Everton as well, there's there's the hope and it's a kind of blink, kind of a, a small hope, but of a new man, obviously as always happens sometimes a new manager boost, mm-hmm. you know, Dice has already got them doing blimp tests. Um, and <laughs> I love that. In his shorts. <laughs> in his shorts in seven degrees. Seven weather. degrees. Yeah. Um, Proper manager. That. <laughs> That's a good snap. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those first two games are 
tough starts. Yeah, um, tough starts, Arsenal and then to Liverpool away. Like, just throw them away. It's almost good, isn't it? It's like there's no expectation. Them, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could just say, lads, look, all I want to see is some effort here. We're not expecting yeah. any points. Show me some effort. And, you know, like, remember his Burnley team? They were always good for an old clean sheet here and there. Like, and like, usually you'd have a Burnley player on your defense, on your bench at the very least because they were cheap. And if he can get them. Well, well, he's got, um, in it, James Tarkovsky and uh, Dwight yeah. McNeil who played and under him. And, he's you know, got like, good defense. He, he doesn't have much of an attack, but he has mm. solid defenders. You know what I mean? Like Tarkovsky, Cody. Players that you could see playing well for him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so he might tighten, was, like, as I said, goals are going yeah. to be a problem, but he might at least tighten them up at the back. And, like, you know, game week 25, who do they play? It's Everton, it's Villa, you know, it's it actually it's a potential double there, you know. So, like, mm-hmm. if you have a cheap Everton defender on your bench and the other players are blanking, why not, you know? Have, mm-hmm. And Cody's Patterson good or... for not, yeah. And Cody's good for a clean sheet, but not only a clean sheet. And it sense why I added him a point in the the FPL draft. He's good for a goal as well. Um, and, and it's one of those things. As well. Yeah, because uh, he, and, he and, plays loads of passes out from the back. If he keeps yeah. a clean sheet, he's usually the guy that'll get two or three bonus because his his passing percentage is really high because he's always the guy that plays out from the back for Wolves as well. That's where I'm mostly paying attention. It's the draft. Like I was looking at, like it won't surprise anyone to know most. You know, at least half of Everton starting eleven is available in the draft right now in our league. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, you know, the stats aren't very good, but yeah, you know, like you said, Eddie, new manager bounce, solid, you know, solid fixtures after the next two, a double coming up for there. Yes, for my proper team. I'm still like, well, who, who am I shipping out, you know, to, to bring in one of the Everton lads? But it's a monitor, I'd say, rather than a, you know, a, a definite buy right now. Yeah, I would say so. Mm, yeah. What else stands out then uh, as far as these fixtures go? Uh, you kicking yourself, Andy? You, you, have you got any chips left? Is, is triple captain still? No, uh, no, I got I got shot of them all, mate. So, me, uh, triple captain went week ten, free hit week three, bench boost week four, and the. Um, the, the new the the new wild card went um, about two weeks after Christmas, but <laughs> uh, you scared of the, the sight of any of these doubles, mate? Any of them uh, particularly uh, standing out? I think the I think the only one I'm worried about is that week twenty five because I've got like eight out of my fourteen fifteen players who are not playing mm. um, yeah, currently. So it's like United, free United. I'll have. Mm. Like the triple Newcastle defence. I've got Matoma. Mm. I've got Raya and Ben Mee. Mm. Yeah. It's but um it, it's one of them. I think I might, you know, ride it out just thinking of transfers down down the line. Mm. I could play, you know, survive on seven or eight players. And mm. but, you know, I'll be I'll be I'll be happy with that, to yeah, to be yeah. honest. Sometimes it's not worth breaking the team in a blank when it, when you can't put like seven exactly. or eight out. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it's a low scoring yeah. week anyway. It's, yeah, it's, it's, exactly. one, it's, it's one of them, Benno. It's just like, do I just do it for doing sake? When I've mm. actually like looking at players who were not playing, a lot mm. of them are my best players. I was like, mm. why would I get shut of them just for bringing them mm. back in the week after on another free transfer when I could use that use that totally. elsewhere? 
well, it's like, you know, the Newcastle situation, isn't it? You've got them now, so it is what it is. I don't think if you didn't, you know, you'd be recommending people go, you know, triple Newcastle at the back now with, you know, a couple of good fixtures, but then it's Liverpool, a blank, and then City in a double, uh, uh, which is not really a double, but you never know with them. They're so reliable. Yeah, I with the um, Manchester City game, you know, in the past, you would have thought, oh, you'd stick a load of City players in, but now Newcastle are a different proposition, mm-hmm. aren't they? They could easily beat Man City. Mm, that's it. So yeah, that's that's the thing. And like for me, you know, obviously, yeah, I've got one. Like you said, Jamesy, one eye on you know the big blank uh, game week twenty eight, and then the ridiculous uh, things that can uh, that can happen past that. As far as what I'll be doing with wild cards and such. But right now, like you said, you know, my team haven't been doing well the last while. But like thinking of my at least immediate plans, I'm looking at the double this week, and I think think almost certainly uh, it's going to be going to be Rashford coming in, and probably Bruno, depending on uh, on which Amir be big. As I get rid of, I mean, good. I think most teams are probably in good shape for that Arsenal and City double. Um, again, it's another one of them. Arsenal are playing City, and City are playing Arsenal. So you know, um, <laughs> we'll see whether that, that cancels it, itself out by the time we get to it. But I think everyone pretty much is going to have at least you know five um, out of a, of a possible six for that for that double. It's gonna. I think it's gonna come down to the combinations people have, isn't it? You know, whether you've gone more attack for. Arsenal have gone more uh, more attack for City. That's gonna shake out, but yeah, I've got one eye on that. And then yeah, looking forward to like game week twenty five and that United blank that's uh, that's staring at me. It's like, well, yeah, I'll get my United players in now, but it's kind of shook out well. Uh, I can use my twenty four yeah. and twenty five transfers to to navigate that. So feeling pretty comfortable, James, because that's it, isn't it? You know that week you mentioned Everton, but Liverpool doubling that week. We'll see what Liverpool look like by the time game week twenty five comes in. Couple of easy transfers to be made there. That dare I say it, Salah, Salah maybe mm-hmm. comes back in for those. We don't have them when they double. Yeah, I think who's yeah. back around then? Then old Firmino. I think he mm. said about eighteenth of February. So was it you or Gareth who tried to ship him to me in the draft this week? I, I didn't go me. for that. It was you. <laughs> but he'll be back by then. Someone yeah, told him. Yeah, oh, must be Andy. Must be gone. Yeah. See out in the. Uh, yeah, no, I got I got shots of him for that uh, Southampton lad. I just like oh. ah. yeah, well, I, I just want. I just wanted whole team of actually mm, players yeah. not not mm. all the red on the bench <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one other thing I would say to people is don't just obsess over the doubles because while mm. you're steaming into United for 22 and steaming into yeah. Arsenal and City there will be players at other teams that have really nice single fixtures like I'm looking at I know they've been pretty poor lately but I'm mm. looking at Chelsea They've had yeah. a big influx of new players. The Potter has had two weeks with them on the pitch, on the training pitch now, because they've they've they were out of the Carabao, out of the FA Cup, and like he wants to coach more than anything. So he's had two full weeks of training with them, which you just don't get at the moment. You look mm. at Chelsea's fixtures for the next five or six: Fulham, mm. West Ham, Southampton. Mm. Spurs is tough, fair enough. Then it's mm. Leeds, Leicester, Everton, Villa. That's very, very, very nice, you know. And if mm. they can kind of start getting things together, get these younger new players going, mm-hmm. there's chances there. And the other team I'd look at is Spurs. Now, Spurs have City this game week, fine, fair enough. You wouldn't want to go there. But it's like, if you're if you yeah. thinking, of, you're talking about moving on Harry Kane, Ben, or like, I have Harry Kane in my team. I'm not, I'm not even considering doing anything well. with Harry Kane because after that, Leicester, mm. West Ham, Chelsea's tough enough. Then after that, mm. Wolves, Forest, Southampton, Everton, Southampton, mm. um, Brighton, Bournemouth. Very, very nice. Harry Kane's going to score. 
seven or eight goals at least in that run. You know, so uh, yeah. and you know, I would even think it's hard to find defenders at the moment. And if if you're kind of if you are moving off Newcastle a little bit or United a little bit because of the blanks coming up. Um, maybe if Spurs can start keeping clean sheets, that might be a place to go for your defence as well, you know. So don't just hyper-focus on the game weeks. Like, do look around because in, in one of those game weeks that you're hoping Bruno scores 20 points, Harry Kane mm. could score 15 in one game, True. you know. Um, or, you know, Joe Felix or Mudrick or someone could could start scoring goals for Chelsea or something like that. So, you know, keep an eye on everything else and not just the doubles as well, you know. And, like, Chelsea are out of the cup, so they'll mm. play in 25 They'll play in 28, mm. they'll play in 32, you know. So, you know, keep an eye on things like that. I just think Chelsea might be a team we'll all be talking about in two or three weeks' time if they can get a little bit of a turnaround. They, they've only really got Europe to worry about, haven't they? Yeah, we mm. Champions League. Yeah. But yeah, I was having a little look in the draft and, you know, there's a couple of players that you're not 100% sure on that defence right now, but just sitting there open right now. There's, there are Chelsea, they'll be yeah. snapped up quite quickly. Yeah. They'll be snapped up. I tell you, uh, yeah, keep an eye on us, yeah. But that's it, you're right, James, because that's the thing as well. It becomes a differential then, doesn't it? Like I say, if, if me and yeah. you are sitting on Harry Kane and other people are moving him on, he has that good week, which he could even have against City, you know, this week with the uh, oh, yeah. with the upheaval yeah. over there. Um, you know. If it wasn't for Holland, every single player would have Harry Kane this season. You look at the mm-hmm. points, like his points are, his scores or assists literally nearly every, more, more consistently than Holland nearly in terms of returning week in, week out. It's just that Holland is so it. exceptional. Yeah, it's deceiving because you think for the price with Harry Kane, when he gets like six to eight points or less Mm -hmm. than ten points, with a single digits, you're like, I'm not getting my money's worth. But if you had him for for you know for for ten weeks or something like that, it probably would bear out. And to to be honest, with Tottenham, he's probably been the best out of their attacking lot. Son's half the player he he was. He's playing playing so well, Kane as well. He's trying to get you some. Yeah, okay, like I, I, there was one game week there recently. Kane, Palace away, like Spurs mm. were absolutely shite in the first half. It was nil all at half time, and I was watching because I had Kane, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to get Anthony here." He had he had two chances that were half chances at best. Bang, mm. buried them. Fifteen pointer, just like, and he had an assist towards the end as well for Son. It's just like he is in such good form that even though Spurs are crap. As I yeah. said, like I, I brought him in at the World Cup, and unless he gets injured, I can't see me taking Damn. him out of the team. I'm just, just going to leave him there and let him tip away nicely <laughs> with a goal every week. No reason to let, get, let, let go of Harry Kane. Maybe that's a lesson for me. I'll be thinking about that when we get to uh, our plans. Uh, anything stick out for you, Eddie? Any uh, any plans you've got uh, going forward? Any uh, any thoughts on, uh, on any of uh, the fixture run for anyone? I agree with Jamesy. I think Tottenham definitely after that Man and City one look quite mm. spicy and entertaining. I think not only Kane, I think Son finally maybe comes back into form. Mm. Um, he seems to be kind of getting goals where he can now. Um, we ruined that taking that uh, that transfer from Gareth. I think he he offered me um, <laughs> Son for Saka. But it was with the. I think he was giving me someone for Cancelo, so he was willing. Van Dijk, that yeah, Van Dyke for Cancelo. I didn't go for it in the end. It felt like a trap, but maybe, maybe yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be. Yeah, he just wanted Saka. If, if yeah. he's that desperate for Saka, keep him. That'd be, that'd be my, you know. Yeah, that's it. I think there's a, that tipped me off. That. 
Yeah. Mm. There's a couple of weeks like Southampton, uh, Wolverhampton after they have Liverpool, they have Southampton, Bournemouth and Fulham, mm. um, which looks, you know, yeah, they've then got Liverpool, Tottenham and Newcastle, which would obviously be quite tough. But there are those teams that do have kind of those certain mm. spells and obviously there's teams who don't really have any potential blank game weeks. Um, like I said, Villa, uh, Forest and, and Chelsea, who all look like, you know, there are certain players you'll get stuff from them. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, Leon Bailey, um, as you know, the IWC favourite and stuff like that. Bournemouth <laughs> with the boy um, Dango Watara, he got an assist mm-hmm. already, and mm-hmm. he looked quite exciting in that Bournemouth game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think obviously with the amount of signings they've got, you know, Gary O'Neill just needs again a bit more time. He seems to he's got it now. Maybe they might do something out of it. But as I said, mm-hmm. as long as you have these players, and I think for me. It was always in the fantasy draft to get players who are consistently getting at least points on the board, mm. whether it's mm. one point or two points, as long as they're getting something, it helps mm. goes towards that total in the end and it could make a massive difference between a, a win and a loss. So mm. yeah, I kind of echo all you guys in terms of that more than anything. I, I always go for consistency as it kind nice. of is for me. And I'm prepared to make the drop if someone only gets like maybe one point or comes on Mm-hmm. kind of maybe it gets taken off or comes on at halftime which seems to happen for most of my players sometimes so <laughs> I'm cursing all these managers when it comes down to looking at it. like Podence has just scored a goal in another game the next week he's not even starting he's on the bench I'm like I've already put him in my fucking team what's the point in this I was just going to say we had a couple of uh, shouts in the chat as far as like transfer plans go. We'll go into it uh, to quickly our transfer plans in a minute before we look at the uh, the big thing, which is the draft, in my opinion, uh, in a second. But uh, yeah, uh, Abashek saying there he's reluctantly doing Almiron, Kane, and Fernandez. Oh, and catcher for a minus four um, needs a triple city and Arsenal in game week twenty three. Um, so yeah. Can't afford to sell KDB now. I'm in that same boat with KDB. Like I say, that's why mm. I was considering Kane. Mm. But I'll go through that one here when I go through my team. Um, Jamie Johnson here, uh, good question. Saying it, saying here he's considering Salah and Mitro to Bruno and and Enkecha, or Rodrigo and Kane to Bruno and Enkecha. I, I, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do. Oh yeah, Rodrigo's out in it. So I. Yeah. Uh, I do Salah. Oh God. Salah and Mitro, I would do to Bruno and Nketiah. I'd do that. Yeah, that could work. What do you reckon, Jamesy? I would keep Kane. As as I said, I uh, I would be very, very reluctant to get rid of Kane. Because mm. mm. there was a move I could have made this week. I talk about it when, when we're looking at our teams. It would have involved getting rid of Kane. And mm. it would have been nice in lots of other ways for my team. But I just can't let him go. I just think... What do you think about the hokey pokey? A lot of people do in that, right? Now, you know, if, if Jamie gets rid of Salah, you can always bring him back for their double on the line. Yeah. If Kane goes, yeah, you're losing yeah. him for the City game, but you could bring him yeah. back maybe when you you don't need those funds to get Bruno. Yeah. You don't need Bruno anymore. It's a few transfers you're booking in, though, is the thing, isn't it? That's yeah. the that's, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like, how many minus fours are coming in the future yeah. if I go that route? I don't mind moving around midfielders because it's a like-for-like transfer, but if you're moving out Kane... Mm. You have to, to get him in instead of a premium midfielder is two transfers straight away, you know, that kind of a way. Whereas you can just swap. Like, basically, my plan is KDB to Bruno this week and immediately back Bruno back to KDB for the following week. And, and that's that's just one transfer per week, nice and easy, nice and straightforward. Whereas if, if you move Kane out for a cheaper striker, 
you have to sell the cheaper striker and also make funds elsewhere to afford Kane again. You know what I mean? So that's what makes it complicated. I would actually get rid of Salah and Mitro. I would do the for even though Rodrigo's injured, deal with Rodrigo next week maybe and get rid of him. But I I do Salah and Mitro to Bruno and Nketiah there. But that's just me and my infatuation with Harry Kane at the moment. I just think he's not <laughs> someone you'd, you'd want to get rid of at the moment. And Plus as well, if, like Rodrigo's out for uh, two months, isn't he now? Yeah, and it means you're keeping an injured player. But I mean. But you can get rid of him next week. Him next week for, for an Arsenal midfielder, maybe, you know, because yeah. Rodrigo's six ish. The Arsenal midfielders are six ish as well. So, you know, that, that's yeah. the other, or, or for Mares or someone, you know. So, I, I would get rid of Salah and Mitro because I've had Mitro for a while now and he's kind of gone off the boil since the World Cup as well. Yeah, it's almost reputation, isn't it? You, you're keeping him on because you're thinking, oh, he's going to, yeah. he'll come good, he'll come good. Um, it's whether it's yeah. really going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, on that point, I suppose, Jamesy, um, you mentioned there your uh, your plans uh, going forwards. Uh, this is uh, this is your team uh, and how it looks uh, at the minute. Um, triple captain sitting on Marcus Rashford. Is that uh, is that set? Is is that uh, is that decision made? It's ninety five percent made. Yeah, um, mm. thankfully you can reverse the triple captain, <laughs> which, which I tested. <laughs> I tested it out. I was like, can I reverse this and change my mind, or am I? Because otherwise, sometimes you're locked in with FPL. You press a button, yeah. and that's it. But you can, no, so I, I can change yeah. it if I want to. But uh, yeah, I, I um, so the transfers first. I did. Um, I did KDB to Bruno, mm. and because I, I, I just. I feel like it's a nice fixture for United attack-wise as well. So I, I'd like mm. to have Bruno and Rashford playing mm. against Palace and Leeds at home. And then I also, I got rid of Mitrovic and I brought in Nketia this week as well. Um, mm. I could have left that till next week, but Everton away for Arsenal attack, I kind of think mm. that's a nice, and like it would be like, if I didn't do that move, I'd be starting Alboron, who I'd not... Right. I've kind of lost faith in. So I said, you know what? Get in Ketia a week earlier. Maybe he'll get a couple against Everton and justify the transfer. And I know I'll want him next week anyway for the double, you know? So, um, yeah, that was my two moves. It actually freed up a little bit of money because Nketiah is a little bit cheaper than um, Mitrovic as well. Mm. And next the week after, I'll just flip Bruno back to KDB and I'll be happy with that for the double again, you know? So straight I, I I'm trying to keep it very straightforward, simple, logical moves at the moment, not trying to do anything too fancy. I think there's good logic behind both of those transfers. They're two free yeah. transfers and not costing me anything. And then the triple captain, um mm. I just think Rashford is the form player in the game at the moment. I think he's on mm. an unbelievable hot streak, especially at home. Um mm. I saw some statistics about XG conceded since mm. the World Cup. And both Palace and Leeds are in the bottom three of the league for giving up chances at the moment. Mm. It's a double home fixture. United have won 11 games in a row at home. Um, they're playing very well. Rashford's playing very well. Um, the other option is Haaland next week. I'd be terrified mm. next in the double game week watching Haaland. But I just think <laughs> those two fixtures are too too nice to ignore. you know. Mm, and yeah. if I leave the triple captain to later... There's a mm. quite a strong chance that any week there's a good double. I want to use a different chip. That's the other thing. Like mm. I still have a wild card to oh. use on a double game week. I have a free hit I might want to use. I have a bench boost. So I might mm. run out of weeks to use my triple captain, you know. So and will a better pair of fixtures come up for any player than Palace and Leeds at home? It's That's just fair. it just feels right, you know. Um and Sometimes in, that triple captain gets in the way, doesn't it? You know, especially with yeah, the planning. It is. And and it's, it's, it's overrated. It's massively mm. like a free hit and a wild card are so much more powerful. 
Like you can mm-hmm. you can make fifty or sixty points on a good free hit or a wild card if you use it properly. On a triple mm-hmm. captain, um, if if Rashford gets ten to twelve points, mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with that. If he gets a goal and an assist or a goal even in one of those two games, I'm happy enough. And also. It's five points for a midfielder to score a goal. You know, that all counts. Yeah. Like that's extra. If, if United keep a clean sheet, that's another point, which is three points, you know. So it all kind of adds up. Um, and yeah, I just think it's the best. It's just, and then it's done with, it's over. And I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. A lot of people seem to be going with that. It's either this week with Rashford or maybe Bruno and next week with Haaland. Like they, it feels like the window. It's one of those. It can, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, Andy, you've used your already early in the season. It is one of those that can just burn that hole in your pocket, affect your plans going forward. Yeah. When literally, we've all got to remember, you can use it at any point in the season. At any point in the mm-hmm. season, you can use a free transfer to bring in the player you want to trip a captain or put words to a minus four. It's not something to waste too much time planning around with yeah. wild cards and. I think I, I think I used mine on like bloody Salah when they're against mm. like Nottingham Forest or Bournemouth and he got mm. bugger all <laughs> bugger all <laughs> if you uh, had well, your tip, that, Andy, would you would you use it this week if it would I use it this week pro- probably yeah mm. just follow follow mm. suit with everyone else with uh with Rash because you know you, you look at them to you look at them two fixtures Mm. They should they should win them easily. United at the moment, mm. Crystal Palace aren't much cop and Leeds. Mm. Yeah, they, they should score goals against them. Uh, with my team, um, set up nicely here this week, Andy. Looking at that team, like that's an e- that could be a very another easy Newcastle mm. clean sheet. Yeah, the, all United players with doubles like Odegaard come in, Matona come in. You know, Kane. You never know, might sneak a goal there. Like there's. You're thinking yeah. off here this week. I like it, even without the triple captain. Yeah, so I took out um, De Bruyne and put mm. uh, Bruno Fernandes in. Mm. So I've got like three million pound in the bank now. Mm. Um, so for next, I'm looking like for next week, uh, taking Martinelli out mm. and putting a uh, Bakayu Saka in, mm. um, and that'll still. I think that'll still leave me with like um, an extra like million, and that then it's just thinking down the line with that. You know the blank game week where no one's playing, and um, mm. probably taking out Ben May and putting in like Rico Lewis or like James said earlier, maybe an Aston Villa defender. Uh, mm. Mitrovic is maybe someone I have been looking at options of getting him out. Ivan Tony, Ivan Tony's still around somehow. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Who, who else is to that Ferguson? But he got injured last week. There's. There's not much in the chi- in the cheap options from a striker point of view, but got to keep it. it and catch you. Yeah, but then again, Jesus will, will have risen back on me. So he's he's a good way away. Well, you're one of the few that can do that. Yeah, Andy, you're one of the few who can do that because most of us are locked in, aren't we, Jamesy? With the three Arsenal, you could make yeah. that move. You know, you don't have to yeah. you don't have to shuffle around. You know, it could be done. Yeah, um, Ray, like I say, Ray, Ray has done well for me in, def- in in net. I've still got dangerous Danny Ward on the bench, but there's no <laughs> there's no point really, no point really again, changing yeah. him. One 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 move I did look at, you know, for the city, like the city double week was Ray mm. to Edison, and I'd still I'd still have uh, money left over. So yeah, I, I think I'm a. I'm in a good good position. Matoma against Bournemouth at home. 
could get mm. a couple couple yeah. with that one. Um, right, another one to James's point before about us all concentrating on the doubles, and you're letting that go, aren't you? Because you're like, oh, they're you know they're looking good, and yeah, they've got you know Matoma at an amazing price, but I've got to use my transfers elsewhere. I've got to get the double players Blanks, in. Like, people off, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like they blank in twenty five and twenty eight, mm, but at yeah. the same time, you're missing points. You know, you're saying, "Oh, I won't get them because they blank in twenty five. If he's getting eight points every week until twenty five, then it's like well, it's, it's, it he's more than justified the transfer anyway." You know? Yeah, but uh, I, I think at the moment that my team looks really, really set up. Well, you know, for the next couple of weeks, and mm. just just see see how we go. Um, Definitely. For me, I've got the captaincy sitting on shore at the minute. That's just in case I get it by a bus. Um, obviously, there'll be uh, better United <laughs> players coming into uh, into my team. Uh, <laughs> you never know. You've got to have that bus team. Option, Luke, website might crash again. Yeah, that's it. So it's worth uh, it's worth doing just for now. So yeah, it's always a good lesson. Just have it on uh, someone you're, you're right, yeah. comfortable with. But, but yeah, Br- Bruno and Rashford are almost certainly coming. I think James has taught me out of using Kane to to make that work, so I can straightforward take Almoran and De Bruyne out and do that. And obviously, taking De Bruyne out comes with uh, with its risks, but. And obviously, with the City Arsenal double coming up, you know that might sound a bit wild. But I think, as much as I'd, I'd, I'd advise it, uh, against booking a transfer in, I think I can do it without hits. I think if I do, I've got two transfers in the bank this week. I can do Rashford and Bruno for free next week. Yes, I hate to book in advance, but at that point, I can either bring De Bruyne back or I can bring Mares in, um, which is what I might end up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got a lot more uh, leeway there, money wise, with like I say, Kane soaking up so much of the money. I think I can do that and be comfortable. The thing it leaves me open to, like you say, it's missing out on the Brighton assets, never really getting fully behind Newcastle outside of a trip here at the back, but you know, it's a little bit late for that. I'm relatively happy with that. I'm relatively settled, unless I last minute decide to to go the Kane route. The, the thing with Kane was always, well, you know, I can't go to can't go to Arsenal or already got the three Arsenal players, so it can't be in catch. Yeah. Who was it gonna be that I was gonna downgrade him to? Maybe Tony. To make that money up to bring in the, the United midfielders, when actually the, the the path of least resistance is probably just to uh, switch out Almer and, uh, and De Bruyne. So I think that's what I'm doing. I'm glad I've got Ake in. Uh, we didn't really talk too much about Cancelo. Like I, I've avoided the Cancelo problem with uh, with switching him to Ake a few weeks ago. Feels like the work of a of genius, unlike uh, Pep, which feels like the work of a madman. Like. I almost feel like we've got to pour out a bit of liquor here for a uh, for Cancelo, FPL legend. Like, yeah. and he's just gone. He's just gone. He doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And, and um, in, in, yeah. in last night's match um, for Bayern Munich, he got an assist as well. Of course, he, he did. would have had. He would have had twenty four points on his debut for Bayern if he was still yeah. here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. a player that we. I'd say we all had, like game week one, if we all went back to our teams, I'm sure we all had Cancelo. I'm sure we did, you know. How do we fit him in sort of thing? And he's gone. If you had said at that point he was going to be loaned out to Bayern Munich in the winter window, you would have said, that. no way, like, not a hope. Half of me thinks Pep is mad, but half of me respects it as well in terms of, Mm, that's a fairly move. Like he has a, like a, a player who's really talented, one of his best players, but also his attitude is wrong. And it's like, if there's a bad attitude, 
get it out of the club before it infects everybody else, you know. Yeah, so it's, it's very, I see it's very Pep's very logic as well in terms of you can't have that on the trainer pitch, you know. Um, it's it's very similar, James, to like what Ten Hag's done at um, United. Well, he got rid of the bad egg Ronaldo. Yeah. Like Rashford mm. were late for training and he dropped him to bench and it's yeah. worth yeah. a treat for him. You need to. And like Pep, Pep has been hinting in press conferences for weeks now about player desire and talking about how he has some players who've won five league titles for him and have they lost their edge whereas I've got this guy Rico Lewis who's won nothing yet and he's so hungry to win games and all that and I don't know I just feel like there's things going on at Man City that aren't quite right maybe there's a little like Pep's football requires everybody to be 100% or the whole mm-hmm. it's it's a very delicate set of house of cards and yeah. if, you, if there's a 5% drop off in work rate and pressing and effort, the whole thing falls apart very easily. And like, mm-hmm. I think he must have, maybe he sensed that in Foden and that's why he dropped him. He's clearly mm-hmm. sensed it in Concello because he's he's ran him out of the club. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, a, a big oh, one. Yeah. And it, it, it must have fucked with a lot of people. Like a lot of people just kept Concello through all those games where he was dropped, assuming mm-hmm. eventually he will come back in like it's Concello. You know, he's one of the best defenders in the game, but... Um, like if, if if he was in my team and I'd made my transfers or had my plans already in place, I'd be disgusted now, like having to deal with that as well. Like some people might have him, Darty in their team, and then Rodrigo. You know, they're all reasonably highly owned players. Like imagine that, that landing on you in one game week. Like it must be heartbreaking. The Darty thing is so silly because it's Tottenham's own fault that they then had mm. to, because obviously they had used too many loans. Yeah, so they just cancelled his contract. Yeah. Instead <laughs> of just you know cancelling the loan and keeping him, they went no, we'll just we'll just cancel your contract all the way and off you go. And then he's gone and done a trippy, obviously, and it'll be interesting mm. to see how he does over there. Yeah, um, great for Ireland. Think, yeah. Go for him. In terms of in terms of managers as well, I mean the way Pep and Ten Hag have handled themselves. And how they're dealing with players compared to like Klopp, who seems to just kind of, it doesn't have a lot left, but he's mm. just kind of laying still carry on with what he's got. And for a couple of friends I talk about, it, it's the seventh syndrome season, uh, seventh season mm. syndrome with Klopp. Yeah. Mm. And this time it's affecting them massively um, because their team, they, their players are just not performing whatsoever. Mm. It's why I think now I'm going to try and stay away from as many kind of Liverpool players as, as possible. I think Gakpo going there is. I don't think he's going to excel um, at all in that team. Because um, mm. obviously if Diaz comes back and then Jota comes back at some point, he'll just be in again a pecking order race at that point. So, mm. Well, speaking of uh, these crazy managers, and uh, and you mentioned there, Jamesy, about Cancelo, you know, imagine, uh, imagine having him in your team. Imagine about having him in the draft, mate. Imagine drafting him. <laughs> First fucking round of being stuck with him. Yes, that is the position I'm stuck in right now. Um, <laughs> and we'll get to the state of uh, of my team. That's a, that's a painful one. I feel like I should get like I don't know first dibs on somebody or something yeah. like that. It's a rough sat, one, yeah. Just sat there with a red flag, like I say, draft pick one. Uh, he was either one or two for me. That's how early I went for him. It was uh, it was painful for me, but yeah, the draft overall, you know, the, the pain is soothed for me a bit. I'm there doing a little bit better, but. You can tell why he's on. Who's uh, who's doing particularly uh, well in the draft there? Look at <laughs> yeah, that in the lofty heights of number one. There's any side bends. How's that happened, Eddie? What's going on? Uh, oh, um, I mean, if if you look at the team, there's there's three names, and they don't get taken off at any time soon. Um, and it's Nick Pope, Sven <laughs> Botman, and Fabian Scher. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's, it's it works. It, it, it really, if if it doesn't, as I said, if I don't have a Newcastle clean sheet, mm. at least getting the two points from them, mm. if it's because because normally Newcastle have been very good at not conceding so many goals, mm. it it kind of is a bit of a comfort. Um, the problem I have, if you look at the team, is like Maxman's on the bench for the mm. majority of times he plays. Mm. Um, Podence is kind of here and there. Podence is one I just kind of added. Mm. Bentancur was injured. Diaz is, Ruben Diaz hasn't played a lot. Mm. And Madison was out for a while. But mm. I still kept them on because I knew that when time would come, I would use them. Um, and mm. they would be, you know, they would get back to starting lineup. The third mm. striker has always been an issue because I only picked, I picked Sekumara, Edward, and Kane. Mm. And Mad is gone. Edward's still there, but I'm just, I'm not finding. I had Costa, I had Jimenez. Mm. I've Strikers are the Mendes. hardest. I've had yeah. both Jimenez and Palace forwards, yeah. I've picked up um, the Ruter, uh, Ruter the boy from Leeds. Um, mm. I think he oh, yeah. could do something quite well. Mm. Um, the team just, you know, Kane doing quite well, March doing quite, March doing incredibly well, obviously pointed up the 19 points there. Mm. You know, having like, you know, it's all, as I said, when I look at it and when I go and look in my transfers mm. and my transactions, I look at consistency and I look at who has the most points. Mm. Are they consistently getting the 90 minutes? Because mm. I said, there's moments where, you know, there'll be players who won't play a single, like I said, Malassi didn't play a single thing, but there are other players who are making up for it. I even mm. had Aubameyang, which game was a waste of a time. Um, <laughs> I had one point just there. <laughs> what I do, That's yeah, the thing with the strikers I, in it. It's desperate when it in the draft. I, I throw at dartboards for certain players and hope that it sticks, but the ones who yeah. stay in that team you'll consistently see are the tri- the triangle of doom, which is Pope, Botman, and Shar. Yeah. Um, I can't, and it just seems to have consistently worked. Um, mm. There are Sal- Saliba as well. I really mm. think when he, you know, because Arsenal are also quite good defensively. Mm. A clean sheet comes from him or a point comes from, or a good couple of points or even a goal sometimes comes from him. Um, but yeah, I've, I've done... The thing that's going well for you, Eddie, well. as well. It's like even a week like this, like it, it's one of them. You're grinding out results, you know, 35 this week against JP would have lost the majority of the, yeah. Uh, the league. Oh, yeah. But you had JP, so it kind of worked out. I think I think your last defeat, Eddie, was against me, which was that 78-76 week, weren't it? Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was a week that if you looked at both of our results, we would have clearly beaten kind of nearly every Everyone. other team. Yeah. Um, and it's, as I said, I've lost to Ben over that week, but it's like, it's not been, as I said, it's not... I think other people also kind of not getting results has kind of led me to still being in that position and still being Mm. somewhere high up. Mm. And Jamesy kind of put up the great point, Kane, you know, you think he doesn't do anything and then he'll score. Yeah. And I think he's well valid in the first round. An asset like that who who, who doesn't, like in, in the draft, you're better off with a guy who scores six to eight points every week than a guy who scores a 15 and then a two and a one. You're just a steady flow of points every single week for all your games. And that's, that's, he's the, he's the perfect draft asset, I think, because it's just steady I, I think, flow of points every week for you. 
in the draft as well, you've got to have a different brain, I think, because I have been looking at it in the terms of all oh, the doubles coming up and stuff. Like it's what mm. it's three points. That's all you're getting out of a double. You can score a hundred in the double game week and beat someone who got ten points or beat someone who got ninety points. You still get three. <laughs> so you've got to kind of have a a different mentality, haven't you, with it? And just like you say, consistency it's, is the key. Yeah, it's really why, as I said, the first thing you go to transactions and you look at it, you look at who's mm. getting the points and you see if they're consistently mm. playing. It's why I had a Wobi in that team for so long because mm-hmm. I knew I was getting two points automatically off the board mm-hmm. and it was like if that's working out for me that's sign I mean that first one getting mm-hmm. um getting uh Shar for Ait and just mm-hmm. obviously because I'd lost that week I was higher up in the mm-hmm. in the uh in that what's it called in the the waiver Waiver. The waiver. The waiver well now for the last couple of games and the last couple of ones I've been the bottom of the waiver I'm 12 so <laughs> I then have to look at it as I need to be very careful with who I'm going to make as my number one attempt because I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to consistently get them mm-hmm. um, and then kind of pick names because there were people I picked and I thought right people aren't going to you know some will, someone will take these people I've picked Rico Henry up for this week to replace Teddy um, mm-hmm. the uh, Kenny Teddy the Fulham defender and it's just mm. because I know that Rico Henry's playing consistently, whereas yeah. Tete may not start. Yeah. And as I said, if I get there, you know, with that team, you know, I, you know, when when I did lose those games, it's looking back and going, right, I'm lower now, a bit higher up the waiver. Who can I get? Who's available? Poden's coming to me was great. You know, that was a great pickup. You know, because then he went on and scored. March is again a good pickup because you know, quietly Brighton and that. You know, everyone's obviously all about Matoma, and that's great. March is just as good as well if you mm-hmm. see how he's been performing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, it's, you know, the fact I've now got Benton Kerr back, Madison back, I think Diaz is going to probably start playing for City again. Mm-hmm. It kind of means that I can, I'm having I'm having headaches about who to pick. Um, yeah, like it's a good it's, squad. It's, it's good, and it means like I'm very rarely going to drop someone unless I know that. I'm not going to get much from them anymore or they're injured really yeah. more than anything. So it's, it's having to be very shrewd and very careful about the people you're dropping and decisions about that. So I'm Thank doing fine. Know. I don't think this will last. I mean, I'm glad that I'm 10. I mean, there's one person who scored more points. I mean, it's Gareth and Ferd and I'm really nervous about. That's what I heard when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to go to Andy next because Andy's picked up most of the uh, the players in the wave a while. But to that point, Eddie, you've made there. I've got to go to Jamesy. Jamesy at the opposite mm. end of the table in twelve. But look at your total: eight hundred and thirty points. Like, there's only, that would, there's only that would four managers at more points than me. I should be fifth. <laughs> if, if this was a game of points, I'd be in fifth. But maybe that's but my is. mistake. I, I'm playing it with a normal FPL mentality, and I'm not <laughs> playing it with the mentality of get me points this week. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Ah, like it's 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 one of the, I was saying to Andy before we started. Like th- there was a period there around the World Cup, I won three in a row, and I thought finally now it's it's coming together for me. But then I lost three in a row, and that's the way it's been. Like I can't get a really good win of four or five in a row mm-hmm. to get me up the table. And like I claw my way up to third from bottom, but yeah. like JP and Connor are winning all the time as well. So anytime mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting a jump on them. I look, and they've won their fucking game as well. Like it's a really, yeah. really competitive league. Uh, and like I, I, I keep looking at my team on paper and thinking it's not a bad team. Like it's, it's mm. like my I, I've double Liverpool. The, the killer for me is double Liverpool defense. Like mm. I, I would have drafted those guys. I'd mm. say maybe in the first five rounds of the draft, 
thinking I'd done well. And mm. like Liverpool have what? Can't, they can't keep a clean sheet. It's a very rare week I get a Liverpool. I actually got one from them last week. Um, mm. I've double Arsenal defence, which is quite good. I've Thiago yeah. Silva, who's a solid asset. I've had various City defenders in the last while. It's my midfield is really hurting me. I, I can't get good midfielders in. Um, mm. I've kept Bowen the whole way through because I'm still thinking about last season. Finally came good last week, 16-pointer. Yeah. But then, like, I've had Rodri all the way along for Eddie's reason of it's two or three points. He's the, he's the only City player that seems to play every single week regardless. So that's a mm. two or three-pointer. And then I've va- I've cycled in and out various midfielders after that and none of them have done a whole lot. Like, um, Mitrovic has been my one shining light. And, but even he's gone off the boil now as well. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I discussed it with myself last week. I lost I lost to Matty by two or three points. But um, be Watkins, Watkins was <laughs> yeah. Watkins was yellow flagged. And I I think they said in the press conference he wouldn't play, so I put him as third sub. And if, if I played him, I would I would have beaten Matty, you know. So it's like I got fifty two points and I lost the game, like for fuck's sake. And I, again I would have beaten everyone else last week Look except Matty. Bloody Matty Edwards at his Alving at his his Erling Haaland every single time. Oh, it is is it is it is that it's the Haaland uh, Alvarez. He's not even changing his team. He's not even trying, and he keeps beating. (laughs) Go shit! I'm like I'm looking at him, thinking I I could drag him down into a relegation battle, and just I think (laughs) and I'm watching him, and he's losing, and he's losing, and thinking great. And then he, and then Holland just goes and goes mental, and then he wins, and he goes on a run and wins his next two or three games. Like so, it's, I'm watching it you, Benno. Me, I, I feel like I can drag you down, Benno, into a relegation battle. It's, your, well, it's yourself I... and Will. I think we can drag down to myself and, <laughs> and and make a real battle of it for the rest of the season. See, I think I've been pulling away. Like that, in my mentality, has been I've been pulling up. But look at there's no point difference in it, is there? I'm a 26, yeah, but I'm three ahead points. of the world, three ahead of the GP. Nothing exactly. in it, isn't it? At the top, there's not much in it either. Yeah, it's a great league. Like the, the, the top five are kind the Scottish of the Premier League, in it? Yeah. <laughs> the top five and the bottom six, kind of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I was uh, you're going for you, Andy. Obviously, I mentioned there, like we can we can look at your team and how you're doing, but I don't think this looks like your team anymore. Didn't you literally <laughs> bring in every new player in the Premier League this week? <laughs> I think I think I've, you know, my issue where I've lost a couple of weeks is because of Liverpool. Mm. They've either been injured, like your Darwin, your Firmino, and S- Salah hasn't been firing. So that's that's where I've lost those like Did couple you get of Salah games. Off Chris? He says here, he had uh, yeah, one yeah. So I got him off uh, Chris Elliott in about week 14, 13 or fourteen, and wow. uh, that's what when that Ra- that's when that was when Rashford wasn't doing brilliantly. Oh, yeah, and he want he just wanted to get shut of Salah. Interesting. Yeah, so I thought, oh, I've got, I've, so it makes sense. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I've got Salah now. That brilliant mm. stuff, and mm. yeah, um, Brennan Johnson, he's done great for me since I've stuck him in for Notts Forest. He's had um, mm. a good haul over the last three weeks. Ethan mm. Pinnock as well for Brentford. Like I've said earlier, mm. with them, been getting clean sheets. Flappy Ansky, I, I think I got him off. Uh, got him <laughs> off yourself, uh, Ben. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know uh, what? We've done some got, good deals, mate. <laughs> when I needed, you know that time when I needed a goalkeeper and yeah. no one, no one, and you give me Fabianski. Thanks very much for that one, mate. Um, I owed you one. Who else? Deco Cadova Reed. He's he's not done too bad. 
Uh, yeah, but I've I've got rid of half of them now. Um, <laughs> a lot of free agents is what you're saying that'll be available next week. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yeah, so using I, the free agent pool out of this lot. Right, so I got rid of Malassia to yourself for uh, Wambasaka because Wambasaka has been playing a lot. Um, got rid of Thomas Party and brought in um, Sancho for um, United. It's mainly because it's a double game week and I might get four points. And, and I'm playing Chris Elliott, who's got United players as well. So just to counteract that. Uh, brought that McKenney in from Leeds, who I said earlier, I think might do all right. Gross, um, I brought in, swapped him. You've got Martinelli now, Benno. I, I'm just not fancying Martinelli going forward. Uh, Trossard, um, I, I remember got... So I had him last week. I got him off Gareth. I sent. I can't remember who I sent the other way for that one. Send him um, my way, mate. He's got a red in my shirt on. I'll have him. Uh, <laughs> um, I took, took, took Bobby Firmino out for that Uinacu from um, Southampton. Mm. Um, who, who, who else have I brought in? Oh, um, I took uh, Mendy out for Chelsea and brought Wayne Hennessy in to play for two games. I tried to get shut of him for Kayla Navas, but um, Cooling's got him now. But I yeah, tried, tried to get him as well. Yeah. I, I think I, I put that. in about 15 proposals. Um, <laughs> I planned on it. Oh, <laughs> I think I just to see just to see what I, just to see what I got in the in the end. I put all you know all the Chelsea ones in that Badder Shield. Um, the Enzo Fernandez I put in for him. Love it's it, just it's just yeah. see what I got, and I think I ended up with about half a dozen, which isn't isn't too bad. Oh, I like it, mate. Well, there'll be a lot of uh, extra players in uh, in free agency. Uh... In a minute, uh, we'll get to, uh, to have a question in a second. But yeah, uh, to have a quick look at uh, my lot, I might as well show you what I look like now going forwards. Look at that. Martinelli, Saka, Xhaka, mm. and Nketiah. I've somehow landed on lads. I'm feeling confident. Uh, That's a good team now. I know, <laughs> it's a good 11 in. I know, I'm quite happy. Um, Garnacho's obviously a, a bit of a, a punt for this week, just thinking. Yeah. You know, we get to 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there over two games. Two or three points, you know? yeah. Yeah, Pacey player might might do something, but yeah, I'm quite happy. Obviously, the United defense Only that was well. uh, part of the bargain. Yeah, how so, are you ending up the top with that team? Yeah, I'm quite happy. Really? I've quietly, quietly been building a little bit of an, mm. an actual starting eleven. Um, but like it's a bit like the Arsenal side. Like it's like Jacker and Inketia. I picked both of them up as free agents um, earlier in the season, back well, when it was like, well, yeah. no, no one expected Granit Xhaka to be doing anything, but it was like, I think we talked about it at the time, James, he's an Arsenal player, they're doing well, he's mm. going to shape, he's going to he's gonna hover up some points, so pull them in. And, and like Eddie said, 90 minutes every week, guaranteed, yeah. you know, and that's that, that's worth its weight in gold, if, sure. if you're winning a game by two or three points. Fingy will be a good one, won't he, Jorginho? Um, yes. You know, to pick up your two your two points and the odd penalty when he does play. The only issue I mean, with Zach is obviously his um, his um, you know cards. That's really yeah. all you're looking. For. That's the only concern. But he seems to have mm. been a lot more calmer. I think one mm. of the shrewd pieces of business that you've done, even though I'm surprised he's still not been hit with a suspension yet, is mm. Ivan Tony. Mm. Um, I can't believe that. Happened. <laughs> Where did you get him from? It was from Connor, wasn't it? I can't remember what Connor offered, but it was like what 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 I what I ended up giving Connor. But like, I just had a I was like, you know, we might stick around, Tony. It was part of like a double 
transfer. I'd have to look back now. Um, I can't quite remember, but yeah, like he's. I expected to have him, you know, for maybe a week or two after the Christmas. What's even the update on that? What's like? Is there anything to it? Is just there... nothing. It's just been. It's the weirdest thing ever. They charged him and then just radio silence. So I, I don't mm. know. Yeah. Well, he might. He might last a while. Uh, so there we go. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony totally Mope. Uh, <laughs> that went through there. Sixteenth of November. So the hell, Neil, yeah. Neil, you gave him Mope and he got Tony. Yeah, oh, uh, Mope was another one I hoovered up. Robbery. Of the way we'll wire. Looks really <laughs> bad now. At the time, it wasn't so crazy because no one expected Tony to keep playing. But yeah, yeah. Um, Lindsay says here, yeah, obviously, uh, parity means uh, Zach is likely to play more defensively. So there is that. But yeah, I've been, been overall uh, quite happy there with my lot. So I'm feeling feeling confident going forward. But will I be pulled into that uh, that relegation battle? Uh, there's always. Uh, not with that team, we won't. Who have I got this week? Let's see. Perish, it's another one, by the way. I was going to say that. He's another early transfer in. That hasn't worked mm-hmm. out. But hey, not bad bench for this week. Uh, this week, yeah, me and Connor, um, head to head. Gareth and Jordan, Andy mm-hmm. and Chris Elliott, Matty and Chris Lane, Eddie and Will Cooling. Um... <laughs> the Scottish Derby, no? Uh, I wish JP he would have kept Ronaldo in his bloody team, the idiot, but you know. <laughs> I have to beat you. If I lose to JP, I think I'm fucked. I'm completely stranded at the bottom if I lose this one. Got to climb out. Can't have you relegated, James. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll still be doing this podcast next year. We need to, uh, <laughs> yeah. need to get you in the mix, but you can't get I just go back. for a cup of tea at this point next season. To <laughs> yeah, a runner. Um, quickly then, before we look at, uh, at uh, finally the, uh, the Grappa League, uh, Abhishek asks, uh, you can get triple United City and Arsenal for their doubles in 22 and 23. While not losing Kane with an additional minus four, um, it gives them what's that? Nonto is that Leeds player. Mm. Oh, right, yeah. Where yeah I think, I I think he's flavour of the month, isn't he, at the moment? Nonto. But the thing is, with Rodrigo being out for two months, there's going to be space in that Leeds team. Mm. But with well, Sinistera coming back, Bamford, um, Bamford's and Bamford's now back, I think Bamford, when yeah. they played against Accrington Stanley in the FA Cup, it was a front two of Bamford and Ritter. Mm. Um, so I don't know whether that's what they're going to go for next. But Nyonto is talented. I just... Mm. It's a bit of a, it's, it can be up and down, you know. Mm. I, if he can do what... If he can, if he can get three doublers for those weeks and keep Kane, minus four isn't bad. It's not a bad hit. I, I think taking hits on the weeks of doubles... If it leads you to having three players from all those, like there are three good teams, and mm. if three players doubling up on all those teams, I think minus four is fine for that. And Gananto is not a bad player to have because um, if he's your sub striker, then he's someone that will mm. probably play for you in 25 as well. So um, mm. I, I don't mind that. If it's only minus four you're taking to keep Kane and get triples from all, doubles from all those guys, yeah, go for it. Yeah. That's the thing. And if you go the other route, like, you know, there's a minus four here, but surely there's a minus four in your future. You know, if 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 you don't go that route and and don't go yeah. there and do get rid of Kane, you probably you might want him back. There might be yeah. It's it's thinking of yeah, what are those hits going to be in the uh, in the next few weeks? So mm-hmm. maybe a minus four. Yonto makes up the four. makes up the four points if he plays both games, and then you potentially you anything you get any from rest from yeah. that's a bonus. Yeah, and he's doubling. Mm. Yeah, so there's uh, there's some uh, some logic there definitely, but uh, yeah, just to to wrap things up, we'll uh, take one one quick uh, last look at the uh, at the grapple league. Yeah, both top 
and bottom, um, as we said earlier, uh, Mark Bleakley. Um, search out for him. Uh, assume you don't know him either, Eddie, but trying to uh, trying to track him down as our uh, nice. our number one. But I didn't give him credit earlier. Adam Abdul, Abdul uh, one of our one of our patrons there at Dansky, oh, yeah. uh, on Twitter, still sitting pretty there in uh, in second, doing uh, extremely well just ahead of you, James. Thirty odd points uh, in that one there. Dan Duca, as we said, the Romanian. Um, there or thereabouts is uh, his time <laughs> at the top. Uh, might be over. <laughs> That's it. Uh, oh, you're welcome, mate. Thanks for that. Um, but yeah, trying to think of any other. Any other familiar names? Jordan, Jordan. Um, slipping down a little bit oh. uh, in 15. Uh, I just love some of these team names, like Sesk people and, and <laughs> <laughs> Bruce your teeth is a good one. Brewster's Busters uh, from James Brewster. I like that. Yeah, there's a... Uh, yeah, can't, uh, can't see any of the rest of us. Blades Trains. Woohoo. I'm back to show Blades Trains. Maybe 41st. Thursday. Yeah. Gareth. Green Arrow. I'm shocked Gareth didn't uh, didn't call in tonight. I thought he'd be wanting to uh, wanting to he's, brag. He's been uh, steadily rising up, Gareth, since the World Cup as well. He's had a few good weeks. Yeah, I think he played an early wild card maybe or something like that a couple of weeks ago. He plays his own plays his own way. Gareth does. He doesn't uh, doesn't pay attention mm. to FPL content. No content creators, nothing. <laughs> yeah, he, he he watches by the beat of his own drum. I, I like that. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the top end of the league. Bottom end of the league is also uh, always fun to have a look at. Robert Roberto Callas is still <laughs> rock bottom there. One six seven. Uh, I don't think that's changing. Um, but yeah, in danger of getting sucked into the mire. There is Matty one hundred fifty fifth. We tried to give him some tips, Jamesy. Don't think he's yeah. listened. Um, he's not he doing the business, literally. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> it's good to see, good to not see Will's name um, on this last page. Yeah, well done, Will. yeah for, Will's uh, been doing all right last few for weeks. Climbing out, just looking at Matty. Yeah, no transfers last week. One transfer the week before. So he's still playing no transfers the week before. <laughs> Every other week, he, he pays a bit of attention. I think that's uh, that's Matty's uh, current logic. When he remembers. Yeah, that's it. If you listen to this, any advice for him, James, before we go, what should he sort out? Cancelo and Solano. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the big one, isn't it? <laughs> Might need a wild card here. Might need to sort that out. <laughs> oh, well, the draft. It's, again, like, it's not a bad team at all. Yeah, yeah. Just something to it. The bench, the bench is a problem. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I get where he's well, going with, though, with, like, Begovic, and obviously he's mm-hmm. looking at the, you know, the numbers, obviously, and how much millions he's got to play with. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's just so much of that that could be mm-hmm. even a quick fix. And Darwin. Yeah. Get rid of Darwin. Well, <laughs> there's no money at stake in that one, so maybe that's why he's... Uh, <laughs> that's why he doesn't care, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there we are. Yeah, been a bit great fun, lads, to uh, to get back on the uh, on the horse. So there will be uh, more of these coming forward. We definitely didn't want uh, this to uh, to die off. Hopefully we'll have uh, Chris Lynn uh, on with us uh, next time. But, uh, Eddie, it's been great uh, having you on, mate. Do you want to tell people where they can uh, hear you talk about real football every now and again? Also on YouTube? Every, every now and then. Uh, you can find me... Uh, uh, the Arn and Eddie experience with Arn Furious, who's currently jet flying away to numerous places and leaving <laughs> me in miserable places. Um, I think he went to go see the last game or one of the last games that's taking place, the San Siro. Um, so I definitely think recommend. Was out there, was he? Both of them went out. They went to two mm. games. Um, so definitely Arn has a great series where he talks about football grounds and the experiences of when he goes away and stuff like that. Uh, you can mm. find that, I think, on arnfurious.com. Um, mm. You can find me at Eddie Sideburns. I end up tweeting a lot of shit that people tell me to then end up deleting in my DMs. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, other than that, uh, that's it. Thank you very much for having me, guys. 
Oh, great having you on. Uh, Andy, anything to plug, mate? Um, just follow me on Twitter, Oggie Part Free. You can follow me at uh, wrestling slash drinking podcast uh, at GCP Podcast One. We just we just done a review um, of a show in Huddersfield called Tidal Wrestling. Oh. We'd thought we'd be back there one day. <laughs> a, very, a very non-controversial podcast that's never had any. Oh no, <laughs> never done anything wrong. No trouble with that. I mean, on my uh, podcast, I once kept shouting at Aaron Ramsey and accusing him of killing celebrities. So, <laughs> well, there's some truth to that. That's definitely a thing, like yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jamesy, anything to say? Um, follow your team on FPL. I'll ball that. Um, just copy Jamesy. Yeah, do, a, do a let's talk, talk FPL. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, follow my team and uh, Twitter at Jamesy underscore 2015. And that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Benson Richard E. And yeah, if you don't already subscribe, uh, the audio feed will be updated uh, with this and all of our, our previous episodes and, uh, and any we do going forward. But yeah, thank you folks for, uh, for tuning into the live stream. We'll catch you again next time. Casemiro. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, <all. laughs>